obviously they gave me a temporary plate and then my road license plate came in the mail. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, um, I'm going to drive to the dealership and they're going to put my license plate on for me. And I remember when I first got the temporary license, the guy was like, um, I was like, yeah, so when I get my real license, you can you can put it on for me, right? And he was like, or, you know, you can do it yourself for six two seconds. And I was like, but if I if I come for y'all to do it for me, you do it for me, right? He said, yeah. I was like, all right, cool. Yesterday came around, I, I drove 20 minutes, okay? The dealership was 20 minutes from my house. It was right by Emory. And I was like, hey, um, I'm here to get my license plate put on. And he looked at me like, what? And I was like, yeah, my license plate like screwed on. He was like, okay, like uh, you could do this yourself, but okay. Long story short, I ended up waiting 40 minutes for the guy to come out and be like, you could just do this yourself. Now, I do think there was some race thing mm-hmm. in there because if I was a little white girl with pigtails, it would have been, yeah, I could take care of that. <laughs> but the black girl next to me who I became acquainted with, she just happened to be like, hey, I have a kid in my car. And it literally took like less than 30 seconds. Yeah, it definitely would take only like 30 seconds. But the fact is, <laughs> I just don't picture myself doing that. Like, I just don't. As a woman, I'm sorry. I really don't. And that's totally... F- when I was out yesterday with my, two of my homegirls, and we was talking about this kind of stuff or whatever. And, oh, she brought up that there is some chick apparently on Twitter that was like... Uh, no, her, I think her homegirl said it to her. She's like, if a guy buys me a drink at a bar... I'm going to buy him a drink back just to show him that I can afford my own drink. Oh, and both of them was like, if a man wants to pay for something, she, they was they like, they was like I'm not out here trying to prove to a man that I got my own money. I know I have my own money, but I like when other people spend money on me so I don't have to spend my own money. And my homegirl said, treat me like a damsel in distress. Right. I don't care. She yeah. said, I want you to pay for me. I don't give a damn. If men are stupid enough to keep paying, that's on them. She the said, the only thing I would agree with that, with that, well, I would never buy a drink to prove it. That's weird. But <laughs> right. One thing I stopped doing um, is if I don't find find your find your track. Yeah. I won't let you pay for my. Drink. And I think it's just kind of respectful to do to anybody because you already know like hey once I don't they, once they because once they pay for your drink then she's interested like, in I'm me entitled. like yeah. I have a right to be here well that's the weird niggas that's the weird no, niggas no but it's all it's, it's it's the other day I went to Chicago with my homegirl and uh, this guy 49 years of age he was cool but I just I was having fun with my homegirl and yeah. I just didn't want him around me but because he brought us a drink he felt like, okay, yeah, now no, I can't. I agree that men are like, no, I'm saying to me, that's weird behavior because as a man, I've bought women a drink and then I don't say anything to her. If she wants to come up and start talking to me, then that's fine. It's but I've literally been at the bar talking to a girl for about five or 10 minutes and she seems really cool. And I'm like, hey, what you drinking? And then, cause I'm about, like, I'm ordering a drink. Like, hey, can I get a tequila? Yeah. I get tequila straight. No ice, nothing. And just give me that. And I'm like, what do you, what are you drinking? She's like, oh, I'll get a blah, blah, blah. And then we just keep talking. And then I might go about my way or whatever. But, but you know, the young niggas call that being a simp or that you're like being thirsty. And I'm like, I, I don't give a fuck. Like I don't. I don't care. It's just, but to me, that's weird behavior that a man because he buys you a drink. Men that think they spend money on a woman now that they're entitled to something. That's weird because I think it's especially security, if so. you offered it. She didn't even ask you to do exactly. it. Exactly. So like, it'll be like I remember in high school. I remember I was walking down the street, walking home from school. I had detention. I didn't want to tell my mom I had detention. So I just made up a reason. And so I didn't have a ride since I didn't want to tell I had detention. So I'm walking down the street and I saw my homeboy with our other friends. Like, yo, Will, you need a ride? I was like, oh, appreciate it. I was just around the corner. He dropped me off at home. And then when I get home, he's like, hey, you got uh, gas money? And I'm like, nigga, you offered me the ride, bro. 
And I was like, and I remember going, seriously? He said, yeah, bro, I just gave you a ride. And then in my head, I'm like, I didn't ask you to do it, but I didn't want to seem like an asshole, so I gave him $5. And this is back then when $5 can actually mean something for your gas tank, too. But yeah, I was, so I that's the same thing. $5 bill in years. Oh, excuse me, Miss no, Money no, over no, here. No, 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 She's no, like no, P. No. Diddy when he was looking at a $10 bill, like, what the what fuck is this? This is a boring <laughs> I ain't never seen anything on a hundred dollar bill in twenty years. <laughs> That's such a throwback. Nah, but I feel like everything is so expensive nowadays. I, a bag of hot cheetos. I remember when a bag of hot cheetos was literally ninety nine cents. Like the smaller bag. Yeah, yeah. you will get your penny. Like the mid size bag was yeah. ninety nine cents. Yeah. You will get. I think that's like a dollar ninety nine now. Two fifty. No, those are two fifty. Yep, that size is two fifty, which is wild as hell. Bread, and then you open the bag, and the bag is half gone. Like, that bro, that's wild as hell. And I love bro. Hot Okay. Um, so all right. So let me introduce my guest. Um, some people always give fake names. Do you want a moniker, a nickname, a real name, or you what? Um, yeah, I want a fake name. You can come up with uh, what you want your what you want your. Um, because <laughs> I was gonna call you Easy. That's fine. Okay, we got a uh, big Easy. <laughs> we hey, got uh, we got big Easy in the building. Hey hey hey. Um, where are you from? I'm from multiple places. Give, give, give let me, us your let me back. give myself the yes. real intro because I don't know what that was. Oh, my bad. Hey, y'all. This is Big Yeezy in the <laughs> building. The baddest in the crew, but the realest in the room always. Oh, okay. I'm not a businesswoman. I'm a businesswoman. And I'm known for giving ah, the businesswoman. <laughs> um, I got to give me one of those for oh, an intro. Yeah, I got to give me one of those. I, you know, I've rehearsed that several times. <laughs> hey, Literally. that's so funny. That was good, though. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But um, when people ask me where I'm from, I give them several, several, several locations because I don't have a set place. Okay. And it's so funny because I remember growing up, I was bullied and called fake because you'll probably peep this, but my accent changes a lot. And that's because, which this makes perfect sense. You're first generation though, right? Yeah. Okay. I moved around the most in my developmental years. Okay. So I lived in England. I lived in Nigeria. I lived in Ohio. Because four different things then came out in the last. Yeah, in the last hour or so. I I lived in Ohio. I lived in Georgia. I lived in New York. So I lived in all these places during my, when my speech was developing. So my mind was kind of like, girl, pick a side. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. That's wild. Yeah. So that's, that's where I'm at. But I think it's what makes me me. What do you consider home? Nigeria. Nigeria. Okay, Nigeria. If people ask me where I'm from, I'll just say Lagos. Where have you spent the most amount of time? Was it Nigeria? It was actually in Georgia. Georgia is where you spent the most Mm -hmm. amount of time. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was back and forth in New York because my dad still lives there. Okay. Do you have friends and family in all these in Ohio, Georgia, New York? No, Ohio was like a three-year thing. I have most of my family is in New York and England. Nothing about you says Ohio. Mm-hmm. Nothing about you says Ohio. I was there for a couple and, of years. Oh, okay. I used to say things like it doesn't. That's, like it doesn't so, that's very mid- Midwest. Very. I, I say that a little bit in Louisville because people being from Louisville, <laughs> most people be like, "You country, you from the South." Louisville's more. Louisville's like the gateway to different regions. So, like part of part of us is Southern, part of it's Midwest, but we're more. We're probably more St. Louis than we are Nashville. Mm. We're way. I'm way more St. Louis. I'm not like living in Florida. I realize, oh, I'm not country at all. Like I'm not country like that. Like compared to Floridians, um, country. Yes, compared to Floridians, I dated a girl from Mississippi, and my friends from Mississippi, they country. Now that's next level country. Country, That's real country. There was um, just a, um, a, some guy in this like Jeep. It was green with gold rims. And I look at the license plate. Oh, that's some Southern shit. Yeah, that's Southern. Like, and he really thinks that car is Candy, candy apple green. And, yeah. yeah. 
Oh, that sucks. Like, growing so, you know the Kentucky Derby, right? Have you heard of that? Yeah. So, Kentucky Derby, which anyone's not familiar with it, they think it's just a horse race, but it's really yes. not. It's like two weeks of events where... It's like a culture. They're, yeah, it's a culture, basically. So, and it just ends with the biggest horse race in the country. It's the, it's called the fastest two minutes in sports because you have all of this that leads up to just a two-minute horse race, but there's all kind of concerts and banquets and galas and just all kind of fun shit that goes on for like two, two and a half weeks, parades and everything. We have the largest fireworks show in the country, Thunder Over Louisville. But do you go? Yeah. So, so like, I haven't been as an I haven't been in like seven or eight years to be honest. Because when I was living in Florida, because it's it's the first Saturday in May. So working okay. in higher education, it's hard to leave right yeah, in that graduation yeah, weekend and busy, stuff for me. Yeah. Busy. And then working in student center and events and reservations. Those are when we have a lot of big events. So yeah. it's hard for me to leave during that time normally. So I haven't been in a while, but like you have the Pegasus Parade, which is on the Thursday before Derby. You have Thunder Over Louisville, which is so you have all these. It's a big fireworks show that night, but all day is all kind of booths and foods and concerts and shows and like vendors and all kind of stuff. You just walk up and down. the. It's called the waterfront. It's where Ooh. the Ohio River splits. Uh, you see Indiana's on one side and then Louisville's on this side. And you have the Ohio River. River, so you can see Indiana, like you can see people. You, I mean, you can't see who it is, but and the bridge goes across, of course. (laughs) But there's like there's airplane shows and just all kind of dope shit that goes on all day on that uh, turnover, which is that Saturday. So like as middle schoolers and stuff, your parent in high school, your parents would just drop you off downtown and you just walk. They drop you off like three in the afternoon and you just walking around dinner all day till ten, eleven o'clock. My parent, my parent would never allow that. Oh, that's said my middle school. She would have never. Oh, we well, we was they would drop us because you would they would drop you off with your group of friends so it'll be like eight of y'all together and y'all just walking around all day and then the fireworks don't start until like till it gets dark so in may it's probably next until like 9 15 9 30 is when it starts but you there for like eight hours like you at work or something like it's a really dope experience <laughs> and then you have like all the derby parties on derby day like um Daryl Griffin, he's from Louisville, played in the NBA and stuff. So he has these Daryl Griffin Derby parties. And it'll be like sixty dollars and it's all you can eat, all you can drink, and he'll have like three different people performing concerts. Like he had like Carrie Hilson and Brandy and then like Ooh, Al Green, like the old school as well. So he'll have like Jill Scott and Al Green and then a rapper or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's and then you dress up in your suits and all and it's so dope. It's so mm-hmm. much fun. So it's Kentucky Derby's fun. You should experience it like it's worth it like if you're going like it's the first Saturday in May you want to get there on Thursday and you stay at least through Sunday and you just having a good ass time it hotels get expensive but you big balling so I you might, good I might go I might go you I should can. It's it's def- I've never been to Kentucky before. Well, Louisville, anyone that's from Louisville, when we say where we're from, we say Louisville, we never say Kentucky. Ooh. And people get mad, like, ain't that in Kentucky? But that's like saying, like, you're Ooh. from Atlanta, but Atlanta's nothing like Macon. Yeah. Like, Atlanta's nothing like, there's no other city in Georgia that's like Atlanta. That song that I'm already came out, that shook the table. Uh, <laughs> people like, upset. Up, for you to say, I don't care about anything else that she said. So for you to be like, Decatur is not Atlanta. Decatur is five minutes from Atlanta. That's what I was trying to explain. So I was telling my homegirl that you just met. I was ex- We was explaining that to her. She was like, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I live in Smyrna. And yes, it's not necessarily Atlanta. Atlanta. But I'm like. Like on the map. Yeah. But it's. The, and then I love Mulatto's rebuttal. When Mulatto hopped on the remix, she was like, okay, if you want to say Decatur is not Atlanta, then Sierra is not Atlanta. Ludacris is not Atlanta. Right. Like, okay. Two changes uh, from Riverdale. It's not Atlanta. Migos ain't bruh. Yeah, like okay, so 
okay, so if you want to say that all these places are not Atlanta, it really only leaves you Gucci, not Atlanta. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Like, you're hurting yourself, I promise you. And then, but the funny part, her video, she was out here in Smyrna rapping at the Battery. Like, she was down the street from here. Like, she, so you're saying all these places are in Atlanta, and the video that you're shooting isn't in Atlanta. Atlanta. And, and you're out here where black people who are born and raised in Atlanta do not fool with uh, Cobb County and Smyrna. They do not come out here. Anybody that I'm cool with that is born and raised here, like, Brian, it's racist ass. I'm like, yeah. but it's not the same as it was when y'all was growing up. It's basically, it's not the same. There's actually, it wasn't black people living out here back in the day either. Yeah. Now it's black yeah. people who live out here. But yeah, people was upset. But, but can we talk about the real, what she was really trying to say? What was she trying to say? I think she was really trying to say, if you're not from the project, you're not from Atlanta. That's what most young black people say. If you ain't from the hood, you're not from Atlanta. So because I, so, so because we didn't grow up in zone six, Yep. From Atlanta. That's basically what they say. Basically, you know what That's I'm basically what they're like, saying, which is wild. I'm already sick. <laughs> like, you should have done that. If you really, it's a shame that her breakout song was a song disrespecting your own. Yeah, it's like, should, shouldn't y'all be like bringing all of y'all together? together. Like, yeah, that, I'm just like, so you feel big, huh? Right. Saying, like, oh, I'm from Atlanta. I got I'm their from, attention now. Okay, Miss Atlanta, that all the other Atlantans Correct. What? Because what's funny is, and the Atlanta's so wild because. Like where I live, I live in Smyrna. But when I get on Cobb Parkway, you don't say about five times for Anyway, so I'm saying that for a purpose because when I get on Kyle Parkway, if I go left and go through one streetlight, I'm in Marietta. But if I go right and go through two streetlights, I'm in Atlanta all of a sudden. Like yeah. so, literally, if I drive five minutes, I'm in Atlanta yeah, now. Exactly. So it's like so. It's stupid. And then Atlanta people from Atlanta are so wild because folks from Atlanta know what like hospitals they was born in. They all know their Randy hospitals. Baby. They go. They know. They all know, go by zones. Yeah. They know the counties. Yeah. And the hospitals they're born yeah. in. That is wow because like being from Louisville, we don't don't none of us know what hospital we was yeah, born in, yeah. but we and so I'm from the West End, so we go by like I'm from the West End, I'm from East End, but then you also will go if you're from like kind of like the Smyrna of Louisville would be somebody like from Fern Creek, and so they'll say they're from. We don't go by. We just say Louisville though, because all of us, no matter where you're from in Louisville, we all went to the same high schools, yeah, 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 same yeah. churches together. Yeah. We rep Louisville, so yeah, yeah. that's what's wow. So even if you're from Newburgh or the West End, especially when you leave Louisville, we all from Louisville though. It yeah. ain't gonna be no difference. But people here will still say you go by where you from. They say the county, yeah, which is well. Usually, I only knew people from small towns that did that. Yeah. But people in Atlanta go by the county, county and stuff. Yeah. So they're so different. Atlanta's such a such a different place, very territorial. Atlanta is how long have you been like in Atlanta? Ah, so I was here, I don't I can't say I did middle school in Atlanta and then I went to Nigeria for high school, but then I came back and did undergrad and law school here. Do you feel like Atlanta is like home though? Yeah, I do. I, like Obviously, if you ask me where my home is, I'll say Nigeria. Of course. But in America, I'll say Georgia. So would you say your two homes, Atlanta and Nigeria? Nigeria. Nigeria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what you I yeah. love Atlanta. Like, I love it here I really do I black people that complain about Atlanta like, that the black people that act like they're too bougie for Atlanta get on my nerves because like, so there was one girl on Twitter last week that had people you, pissed you off break from Twitter I deleted my Twitter last year oh so whenever I'm getting like negative feelings from Twitter I know how to get off of it though but I get on there it's just 
my my thing is when I get on there, I don't get on there first thing in the morning at all. Like most of the time, especially being back to work full time, because I was only going to work on Tuesdays. Oh for, wow! Uh, for a year and a half, nigga. Oh uh, wow! For, you getting paid for the hell yeah? Okay, I was we I was only at work Tuesdays and one Friday a month. It was beautiful, and now I'm back five fucking days yeah, a week. Yeah. It is awful, but I would only get on Twitter when I get off of work. To be actually, when I'm getting in bed at night, it'll be the first time I'm on Twitter, and I'm like, I didn't know none of this shit was happening. But yeah. the first time I see two negative things, I get off. Get off. I get off. Oh, but wow. so some girl was on there, and she posted, "I hate Atlanta brunch. It's all ghetto. It's all loud. All the tables are wobbly. All they do is smoke hookah, and it's loud." And I go, I, I wrote on there, I said, "Anyone who says this shows me that you're only going." to the most popular spots like you're a tourist and you don't actually live in exactly. Atlanta Thank because you. there's a lot of dope there there's all lot. kind of brunch but like yes. You, yes there are the turn up spots but there's the very chill spots there's the breakfast brunch spots yep. they're like so there are a lot oh. of good places to to have fun with your friends and I think when people say like oh it's ghetto it's really cold where there's just too many black people here yep that's what a lot of them bougie ass like they twerking by your omelets I'm a like, brunch party spot I'm like why would you go to a brunch party spot like it, it'll legit say on their day party, party turn yes. up ratchet brunch yes. trap brunch but you so, have to be holding up the wall so that's, that's your fault that and that's you win <laughs> and that's one thing that I will say when I went to Jamaica baby hmm <laughs> Shout out to the Jamaicans, Christmas from the NSF, Christmas in real life. Wow. Um, when I went to the Jamaican party, baby, first off, we, me and my friend were the only ones wearing heels. I oh, really? In, oh, baby. I walked in and I was like, oh, so y'all came to dance. It was very oh, clear. Oh, I would love the, yeah. Back to your ride up. The guys <laughs> were like, boom. And we were the only ones having, who had purses. Mm. So I was like, oh, y'all came to dance. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like nobody was. They're not coming to be bougie to be cute. To be no, cute. No, no, yeah. No, no, no. Nobody was holding up the wall. We're trying to have fun. And it wasn't a. You know how there's a, a build up here. Yeah. None of that. None of that. Oh yeah, it's definitely yeah the build up. In, it's turning up. Boom, 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 and it makes you like remember. This is how a party should be. Yep. I meant yep. How funny is it that we go to parties and you actually kind of get stared at funny if you're if dancing. you're dancing? Yeah, there's Isn't a lot. That of, weird? Yeah. That's why, like, last week on my birthday, we ended up, we went to a brunch spot, and then a power went out. So we left and went to Escobar. That should have been a no yeah. music. And so, right. <laughs> that's, that's... Well, we was, but we was also hungry, and they couldn't cook uh, nothing, yeah. so <laughs> we was hungry. <laughs> but, like, we ended up going to Escobar, which, for anyone not familiar with Escobar, there's two chains in spot, and it's a nice ratchet time. You're going to have a good ratchet time. I didn't like Escobar. We're gone. You got... I've had great, I've I've been there three times. I've had a great time all three times though. But so this time, like I said, it was my birthday. They ended up the only way we could get in is we had to get a table. And so it was like eight of us. So they all I didn't pay. First of all, shout out to my family and friends because I didn't pay for anything on my birthday weekend. So love y'all and thank y'all. And that's how you should be treated. And, correct. And so I was like, so I didn't pay for anything. They all split the section. So it probably wasn't that expensive if seven people are splitting it anyway. Yeah, yeah. But I'm really looking around and there's so many niggas just standing there. Chicks just like. Chicks taking pictures, dudes looking in their phones and standing around. And we over there just having a good old time, having so much yeah. fun. But you look around, it's like people get sections just to sit there so people can see them with sections. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, we're not a section people type of people, yeah. but that's the only way we could get in. And if somebody's birthday and then you want to turn up. Yeah. And it's people just standing around and it's just, wow, I don't want to be that old person. Like, look at all these niggas looking in their phones and having a good time. But it's like, why would y'all pay money to get in here for overpriced there. drinks yeah. and then just sit there? 
that because I am going to have so much fun. Yeah. Like, and I can do a combo of taking pictures and recording us and turning the hell up. Uh, but yeah, yeah. But it's just wild when you go to those brunches where people just want to look good and stand around. And I'm like, did y'all really have fun though? The answer is no. Because when you see, it's wild when people post like you'll get on Instagram or something, you see and the IG like, story, and they're like, we turned oh up. This is amazing. Because from home, when you at home in the bed, you like, man, maybe I should have went out. They look like they having fun, but in actuality, they just sitting there. We turned up, and yeah. then they post a picture, and then they just stand around and yeah. bop their head. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, oh, when I you're not myself, there, I don't care. And I got this from my my mom. She is very outgoing. I tell myself I don't care anymore. I don't care if you stare at me. If I'm at a party and the music is bumping, Yenny's on the. Even if I'm the only one, I will be there making sure I enjoy. The myself. older you get, the less you give a damn. Even in the car, I always blast my music, and I'm always just like, hey, people will be staring at me in my yep. in my own car. Can hey. you imagine? Hey, I'm I like, was at a... Join in, life. life is short. Hey, y'all heard this? Yeah. Y'all heard it? Turn up, bro. Life is so short. It's funny how there's been times where I was in a bank, and there was a song that came on, and I was like, I really want to dance. And for a second, I didn't, because I was like, people... It wasn't a wild dancing in the bank, I mean, I that was like, <laughs> you know, popping and dropping, but I was just like, eh. <laughs> you know, I was just like, if you stare at me because my happiness offends you, that's yeah. a you problem. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's basically Twitter in a, a, nutshell, a nutshell. That somebody's happiness offends them, so they got to make you feel miserable because they feel miserable because they're not as happy as you. But I do that's feel basically. like there's a flip side to that, though. I do feel like there are times where people who need to be called out get called out. Oh, well, of course. But, yeah, yeah. I'm some, there are a huge section of people who who are miserable about their lives, so they yeah. have to go out. But I remember I was sitting in the car at a, at a, a red light one time, and uh, <laughs> Irreplaceable by Beyonce came Woo! on. And I'm in her jam and just singing my ass off and stuff. And I look over, and there's this car of girls. There's three black chicks over there looking at me. One girl had the phone. And I looked over, and they said, okay. They was like, yeah! all right. <laughs> You know, black women are the bit the best hype men though. They are black women are. are the best hype we, 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 we do our best. <laughs> they we hype you up. Live. Black women that I've always said they they up. are great hype women lift you up. Also know how to not humble you, but they're very I'm like, okay, so I'll say this. I know when I need a haircut when I'm at work and one of my coworkers, a black woman, would say, so you getting a haircut anytime soon? That's how they always say it. I tell the story about you all the time that people, I I posted it on Twitter when it happened one time back, this is what, 2019 then? A minute ago. And I have a couple friends. Where was my old boss? I used to take orders from him. Where would be texting me? You coming in because you got a shift today. I had to be be patient with this girl, y'all. I love her, though. Oh, but Lord Jesus, when Will turned into we'll, hop, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. Yeah. So let me tell this story. We'll get to that later. We'll, so this story, I came into work. I had been there for a couple months by this time, and you was like, you said, Will, you can't be looking like the storm you're going through. When you first started, you used to get haircuts. You would dress up. You would wear a tie. You was looking nice, like you really just wanted to be here. And now you just, you don't look like you want to be. You look like what you're going through. And that day, that day, I remember I was like, damn, she's true. I was like, damn, she's right. I scheduled me an appointment to get a haircut. I said, let me get my shit back together again and start self-care and all that. But I told that story and my friends crack up about it. They'll be like, bro, your students are ruthless, dog. Your students are ruthless, bro. No, because we we definitely, I definitely had a bond with you as as beyond like my supervisor. Yeah. And you did. When you first started working, you came (laughs) back with us. Briefcase. Briefcase. (laughs) Haircut was always on point. Ta-ta, suit. 
I was going to gym on my lunch break. And I could tell instantly because I think you had some roommate drama or something like that. Yes, that girl. Oh, Lord Jesus. And I could tell, I was like, that's fine what you're doing with at home. But when we start to notice that it's like coming to the work with it, I think you may want to use the opportunity to give you that. Come on, get it together now. I know, I know we expect more of you because we've seen, we've seen what you bring to the table. And you can't start off and then start. Yeah. We know what you're capable of. You have to commit. <laughs> yeah, but I remember that. And so I have a couple home uh, homegirls that would bring it up. Like that one student that told you, get your shit together, Will. Mm-hmm. And I remember that day, I scheduled me an appointment to get a haircut. So I didn't get back on my bi-weekly haircuts and all of that. Cause it ain't nothing but $20, right? <laughs> Nigga, shit. $20 for what? A haircut. For what? Just for my facial hair? Shit. How much is that? Forty dollars. Really? Hell yeah! My I switched barbers. I switched barbers last year because I was sent one barber. I was going to him, and he started. I, when I first got there, he was charging forty five, but everybody else was charging almost the same thing. So I just kept with him, and I liked him. Made good appointment. He was dope, and he start, He went up to sixty five, and not including the tip, sixty five dollars. So then when. My homeboy Chris, shout out to Chris, was trying to put me on a different barber's. His bar seventy dollars. These barbers, yes, these barbers, it's like going to a hair, like I'm a woman going to a hair salon yeah, now. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, because our hair, you're not paying less than $100. Bruh, and so these barbers around Atlanta are paying like 60 what? charging 60 dollars $60, $70, yes, charging. like. And then so I had one barber who my uh, guy from work had put me on this, been cutting his hair since he was 18, which is wow. And But he lived out in, I forgot where he lives, but he's like like 40 minutes from me though and I was like I can't find anything so I'm gonna go but I'm driving 40 minutes to him charge and it's only 35 but I'm driving 40 minutes to only get charged 35 but then he said I'll do house visits but his house visits was 60 uh, I'm like so luckily I found this barber I go to now and it's uh, I pay $40 Okay. For him, so that's the cheapest you're gonna. Yeah, that's my dog. Well, you tell me. Well, I had a haircut about two weeks, but no, it still looks it's good. good. It's good. It's good. But yeah, so and I know you would tell me the I truth. Would. So I, would. <laughs> I know you would tell me the I truth. Would. And I'm surrounded by black women, so all I hear is the fucking you keep truth. On point. Oh lord. I know. I remember it because I grew up with two brothers. But back when they were kids, I may be mistaken. It was like. $10. Oh, when I was in high school, my haircut was $12. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yes. I just, I was shocked my brother was like 20, he, but he lives in Brooklyn. Um, and I was like, really? You like, thought $20 was this? Yeah, for a haircut. <laughs> nope. Gosh. Nope. Like, when I uh, when I was in college, they did, because uh, I, I went to college in a college town, Bowling Green, Kentucky. So they did $10 Wednesdays. So the barbershop would be packed on Wednesdays with all the college students. And that's where we, all of us would go on Wednesdays. So we would try to get in there early, 10 o'clock in the morning, because we knew it was going to be packed. Because if you went at 2, you're going to be sitting there for 2 or 3 hours, because they didn't do appointments at that time oh, either. Oh, yeah, yeah. But they smart, though, because they probably made hella money. But Ten dollar, but yeah, it was ten dollar Wednesdays back then. But yeah, haircuts in Atlanta, seventy dollars, bro. Atlanta's too expensive. These hairstyles. Atlanta's so fucking bougie. They bougie for no reason. I watched this girl Ayana. She's like a um, she's DJ Hurricane's daughter, but I love her. She's so blunt and real. Yeah. And she was talking about how these hairstylists, y'all, y'all think y'all are going through it. I don't know. What? I'll be seeing the post on social media from like when when, when right. That's wild to me. They they be like, come with your hair already washed and all that. I'm like, shouldn't that be part of it? Because y'all paying a lot come of money. Come with your hair braided. <laughs> I don't know how to braid hair, even though I'm a hairstylist. I have no idea how to braid hair. Your hair cannot be more than uh, cannot be less than four inches. I don't know how to deal with hair like that's that. That's wild. I t- the last time the last time I came down here to get my hair braided, some she was a student hair braider. 
Um, and my hair is longer than four inches, but yeah. it was natural, so it was sh- it was sh- yeah. shrunk, shrink. It was shock. It was shrinking. It shrunk. It shrunk. It shrunk. There you go. We got it. We got there. We got it. We got it. We got a couple degrees around her too, but we got there, boy. It 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 was shrink. What? What? It shrunk. It shrunk, girl. So obviously it's it's. But if you just took the two seconds to pull out the hair dryer, yeah. And you don't need to use hair dryer because you should be able to braid natural hair. Yeah. That's number one. She touched my hair and said, as if it was a disease. She touched my hair and said, oh, I can't braid this. I was like, what? She was like, yeah, it's too short. I can't braid it. Sorry. And I was like, my hair, literally, I could shut. It was just like this. If you can braid my hair, if you can braid, if I can get my hair braided, why can't you get you? That's wild. She was like, it's just too thick. I can't. And I was like, I'm not going to argue with you. Um, That's fine. I didn't have to ask for my deposit. She gave it to me, which was rare. Oh, wow. Because I be seeing women on Twitter be going through it, trying to get deposits back. And the, br- the person was an hour late. And it's just... They, they can be as late as they want to be. But if we're two minutes late, oh, you don't get your deposit back. Entrepreneurs have gotten, like, rude Real and entitled. Yes. It's really wild. And, well, first you know of all, we throw around the word entrepreneur way too much, though. I agree. First of all, we I throw agree. that around too easy. Like, just because you didn't sold a recipe for three dollars does not mean you're an entrepreneur like i got a homegirl i love her to death and i support everything she does but she doesn't have a business her business is teaching people how to grow their business how can you teach people how to grow their business if you don't have a successful business i'm gonna support you though i'm gonna but it just but let me ask you a question if you don't mind yes do you feel like um you have a place to tell her, listen, I you know I support you either way, but I I would like for you to break down. Yeah, I'm confused. Five year old. Yeah. Where you feel like you have the credentials to be advising other people on how to start their business. I don't know if I have a I don't know if I Do you feel I, like as a friend you're fake for not doing that? Not really because I know there's times where you may say something to certain friends and they just take it a whole wrong way. And so I guess for a lot of people, I guess like myself with this particular friend, I don't I'm not trying to start anything. I don't want her no feelings because she's really just doing as best as she can, though. So what she's doing isn't hurting anything, though. And if someone wants to follow and go to her courses and her live IG courses and stuff. Shout out to him. So I don't, I, it's nothing that's detrimental, I guess. That's why I'm not going to say anything because this isn't hurting her or anyone else, though. Like, and okay. if someone, yeah. So I guess if it was something that was hurting what if her. It was someone that was selling really cheap clothes. Your friend that was selling. That's really still cheap. not hurting too much, bro. Ooh. Like, because we buy really cheap clothes from Walmart, too, and get. We do. So okay. now, if it was, now, let's say she's selling some kind of drug enhancement pill or something that's actually going to mess someone's body up, that's supposed to. Make or something that's supposed to make you lose weight, but it actually puts weight on you. Then I'm like, hey, hey, bro, like. If she asked you, hey, I'm just so now. Curious. If you ask me my opinion, okay, that's no, the no, difference. No, 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 no. If she, well, she asked you, hey, I need your support. Put this on your Instagram and, and market it. I wouldn't do it. Really? Mm-mm. Okay. I would. No, I could, I would do that. Yes, I would. But so if she asked me my opinion, hey, what do you think of my business? What do you mm-hmm. think of what I'm doing? I would give her my honest, very transparent opinion. Mm-hmm. But she hasn't asked me that, and I don't like I I don't like giving unsolicited advice. 
Like, I'm not going to give you advice if you didn't ask me for advice. And, like, when I have a homegirl that's talking about men and guys and stuff, I'm just listening. Then if she says, what do you think I should do? I'm like, do you really want me to tell you? And they're like, yeah, then I'll tell them. I'll be like, I don't know what, I can't tell you what you should do. I'm just telling you how me as a man thinks and how I know other men think because I don't like saying I'm different than other guys, but I am different than a lot of men because I hear these stories. These men really out here ain't shit, a lot of them. So if you ask me, then I'm going to tell you, but I'm not in the business of giving unsolicited advice. I'm just not going to because unsolicited advice is what can kill relationships and and people will take it the wrong way. Who are you trying to tell me what to do and all of that? So I listen. I had to learn that earlier because in college, I would always catch my... That's why I would get in the middle of something when I'm thinking I'm helping a friend out. And then it flips on me. And then it flips on me. And then so sometime around 2014, I was like, shut the fuck up. I no, told myself, was, shut the fuck up. That was literally me because it's so funny. When I was, every fight that I've been in has been for someone else. I've never See? gotten in a fight because of me. See? My very first fight, you could just tell by the names. We lived in the hood in Ohio. <laughs> so my friend, what Michael city was you in? Whitehall, Columbus, okay. Columbus, Ohio, okay. Whitehall, the hood. Okay. Her name was Wynisha. That was like one of my closest. Why or Ra? Why? Oh. W, yes. I'm just saying, That's why? like Never third mind. degree hood. Oh, Lord. Why Nisha? She was a big girl, and her cousin came, Bri Nisha. Oh, it's like and basically, her cousin was making fun of her, like, you fat girl. And I stuck up for her. <laughs> See? Literally, two minutes later, they mm-hmm. both wanted to beat me up, and I got in a fight. <laughs> so I learned, I, I still didn't learn after that. It's over learned, 50% black there. I'm looking up this. Oh, uh, White yeah, Hall. It's yeah, over yeah. 50% black. Oh, yeah. A white Ohio is not a place to be met. To be it's mainly blacks and Hispanics. Yep. Oh, yep. Wow, okay. Most of my friends are either, well, childhood friends are either dead or in jail. Oh, wow. Every time I call and ask about somebody, oh, she passed away, gun violence or knife violence. So, oh, wow. It's really important. People joke around about being from the hood and everything, but that is a scary. Hell yeah. It's not fun. It's depressing. Hell it's yeah. miserable. So, I'm not from the hood. I just lived there for a couple years and you make that clear. Right. <laughs> Anyway, I'm from the hood. I just think a lot of people, and it's, it's not, hey, do you? Agree? I know, I know you're not saying that. I just wanted to throw okay. in a little two cents to sound kind of funny, though. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I just, no. <laughs> I'm not trying to be judgmental on anything because I, li- I lived there for a little I, while. Anyone but I would knows. Say, only people f- who are actually from the hood will tell you it's not it. Correct. People who aren't from the hood are. They the want honest. to be from the hood yeah, so bad. Not from the people hood. that are like hood adjacent or something. <laughs> Hood adjacent, they want to be from the hood so, so bad. And like, no, no one does. Anyone that's from the projects or the hood does not want to be, be from, from there. The hood. Like, I didn't, I, I didn't want that shit. What did Fifty Cent say? Um, I hate it, I love it. He said something in the hood. Uh, I run away and never come back. I'll never come back if I could. Like, yeah. I, that, yeah. He said, like, what? Well, you don't want to be from that shit. I'll never come back if I could. Like, and that's real. Correct. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be from that shit. But uh, like, come on. before we digress too much from the topic. But yeah, yes. let me say, let me say, yes. an example of that would be how I said, oh, you make great drinks. All of a sudden, tomorrow, I wake up, Will is a bartender. Hey, hey, like, he owns his own bar. Yeah. That's the problem with these entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Like, they get one compliment, and then it's, I'm going to turn it into a tomorrow. business. Like, bruh. Oh, you could braid hair. Oh, tomorrow, you have girls braiding hair, and then run into these issues. Come with your hair already washed. Come with your makeup done, <laughs> because I'm taking pictures. And you're not a professional. You just do this for your homegirl. So, and it's good. You are talented at what you do, but just because you're talented at what you do does not know does not mean you know how to create a business. Invest, Creating a business is hard. It, it takes time. Invest in your craft. Yep. Why am I paying three hundred plus dollars? I walk in. I first time I pull up at the driveway. It's, it's an apartment complex. <laughs> okay, maybe you have a studio. Yeah, apartment. That's fine. I walk in. You're directing me to the kitchen. 
So that's just a hustle. That's not a business. Um, and I, we're not shaming anyone because you can make some good money from a nice little hustle. But that's no, not I a mean, business. I'm shaming entrepreneurs who are unprofessional. Yes. Please take the time to invest in your. I need price. to name this podcast episode "Bring Shame Back" bring because shame we back. we we need to bring sh- people. No, 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 you got to yes. be shameful for some yes, shit. Yes. Because there's a time my pastor preached one time. He said. Shame is a gift from God. He said embarrassment is a gift from God. Because if you do not feel embarrassment for certain things, you will continue to do it. Unaware of the consequences that it has. Sometimes when you feel shame, you should be embarrassed to text your client. Hey, I'm running an hour and 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. You should should even feel... Your heart should be filled with embarrassment. You get what I'm saying? But the fact that it's not shows me that you don't take pride in your product. You don't take pride in your craft or your service. I don't need to come to you anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that us clients need to do. Let me. Yep. We, we're going to talk about it today. Will. We got to stop. We When they start showing you that they're shitty, quit supporting me. There are plenty of other people. Correct. You may feel a little bit lazy and I get it. You have other things to do other than looking for another hairstylist and looking for another nail salon. But that's what you have to do. Because that's going to, you're just encouraging them to keep with the same behavior. It's exactly. wild. A couple years ago, this, this was more than a couple. I was in grad school still. So this was, I graduated from grad school in 2013. So this was back in. Shout out. Man, shout out. Um, appreciate you. Yeah. Um, but this happened, like when Kendrick Lamar dropped Control and he was challenging all the other rappers to step their game up. He was like, I'm friends with y'all, but I'm coming for y'all. And he was like, blah, blah, blah. And I remember I posted on Twitter. I said, we got to stop supporting these whack-ass rappers and just letting them throw out any kind of bullshit. Like, they just throwing out any kind of music and they be like, I'm going to get some plays and my record's going to go gold, so I'm going to just keep dropping whatever kind of bullshit. Quit allowing these rappers to just drop lame old music and y'all still spending money on it. Make them give you a good product. Yeah. Like, if yeah. like make them give you a good product. Can't keep letting some whatever actor or director keep giving you some bullshit movies and you keep paying for it and they're going to keep... I just watched Fast and the Furious 9 yesterday Shit was fucking trash, and I'm like, straight garbage. And I'm like, we can't keep supporting this shit because they're gonna keep providing you bullshit product because well, it sold over 100 million dollars. Let's give them another one, and we keep supporting it. And that's something that we do have in common. I love music, right? So let me ask you, um, and I, I just want to just pick your brain a little bit. You know what I'm saying? When Soldier Boy and them was coming out, that era, uh, like Ply. That was my fr- so Soldier Boy came out my freshman year of college in 06, 07. Okay, so yes. so when that when that era was starting to come out, um, I cause I think that's good music. Like Soldier Boy, he jokes around now. I hated it. Did you? I ha- but I a lot of my say, friends loved now, it though. I, I was in the minority. Do you feel like a lot of the old heads were like, "Man, music is dying." Oh no, that that dying. was what. Yeah. So I. Do you feel like that's what we're doing now to the new gen? Yes, I tell my friends all the time. Y'all are acting just like our uncles and aunts was acting with us with all the music we grew up listening to. When I remember as a kid, you would I would hear my uncles and aunts, my parents, people at church, like the youth pastors. When like we had youth church every second mm-hmm. and fourth Sunday, I think. And the youth pastors would always start preaching. They would talk down on rap music all the time. And I'm like, first of all, that's not how you're going to get the young people's ear to disrespect oh. stuff that they love. Yeah. You need to try a different approach. But we're doing the same things. I hear my friends who don't work with college students and young people all they do is dish young people dish the music and all of that and i'm like have you actually tried to Try listen to, to listen it though then yeah. i will say i don't like a lot of it but i go and listen to it because i i don't because first of all i know i'm older now because i don't know what the fuck these kids be talking about when they be naming these rappers i'm like i don't know who that is yeah but yeah, i'm gonna go listen to it 
try it out. And I'm going to listen to about four or five songs. And then I'm like... Who's, who's your favorite new school artist? Favorite new school rapper? Yeah. Rapper. Um, There's someone named Collaborate who's from the West Coast. He's okay. really dope. Deontay Hitchcock. He's from Atlanta. He's really dope. Um, The dudes who are on Dreamville with uh, J. Cole and them, they're from Atlanta. Uh, Hold on. I got I got to name them now. I'm going to be mad that I... They just dropped the album a couple weeks ago, and their album is fire, and they're young cats. Um, hold on, y'all. We're going to find this. We're going to find this. We're going to find it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to find this because they're dope. Uh, J.I.D. J.I.D.'s okay. really dope. Hella dope, too. Buddy, who's from the West Coast, is dope. I like Guap Dad, who's really dope. I think it's all the most popular young rappers. I don't really like the the Baby, Lil Baby, Dirk, and all them. I don't really care for any of them. Like, to me, like... Yeah, I don't like Lil Dirk. Like, Lil Baby... And I know Lil Baby actually is the rapper that most of the people in my generation really like. Yes, because Lil yeah. Baby actually raps. So I will no, I say that he actually raps. It's just that I, I definitely agree he raps. Yeah. It's just that most of his music sounds the same. Okay. Like when you look at the beats, like if I heard four Lil Baby songs in a row, the lyrics might be good, but it sounds like four songs sounds like one long song half the time. It's like when I listen to Future. That's Future, Migos. It's all the same. Oh, speak, hold on. You said trap music. Me and my homegirl some of this yesterday. We're both in our 30s. And we did not realize trap music was still a thing. Like, we, the rappers that are considered trap music now, I had no idea that was trap music because trap music today sounds very different than what I grew up listening to. I grew up Young Jeezy. I grew up listening to Young Jeezy, Gucci, Gucci Mane, T.I., uh, All White Bricks. Like, that was, like, the trap music I grew up listening to was about, hey, we trapping, we, we trying to get out the hood yeah, yeah, and we working. Yeah, yeah, trap yeah, music yeah, nowadays, yeah. they already talking about they got chains and money. Yeah, I'm like, that's not yeah. trapping. That means you made it out already. Mm-hmm. You're not, like, trap music was about, like, t- low-key, low-key, Jay-Z's early music was trap music. It was just mm-hmm. New York version, Brooklyn version. Because yeah. that's all he talked about was hustling. Yeah. That uh, the clips that's low key. That was yeah. uh, that was low key trap music as well. It just didn't have that south, that southern Atlanta sound. Yeah. But that was trap music as well, low key. That was about hustling and getting out the hood. Yeah. We've yeah. turned from being the drug dealers, which isn't good, but being the drug dealers to being on drugs. The rappers went from being drug dealers to now they're the <laughs> drug addicts. It's yeah. like it's like the older the older rappers were selling drugs, I guess, to these young rappers, and now these young rappers like future, if you listen to this music, this nigga's addicted. Yeah. This nigga's addicted. And then you have all these young rappers in their twenties dying from dying. addiction. Yeah, dying yeah. from like Mac Miller, one of my favorite rappers of the 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 rappers that came out when I was in college, that might be one of my favorite class of rappers from Mac Miller, Nipsey Hussle, Kendrick, oh. Drake, Big Crit, J. Cole, yeah, Wiz yeah, Khalifa. Yeah, 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 That's a yeah, dope yeah, Big yeah. Sean. That yeah, is that a, a fire class. crop good, of But I think those are the most underrated. I don't think they're underrated anymore. They're kind of like so now like uh, Jay-Z Snoop Dogg, all them are the OGs now. They're the legends. They're the legends. Yeah. Now Big Sean, Kendrick, J. Cole, they're all big bro. They're the big brothers now, so I don't really think they're underrated, to be honest. Uh, maybe to the young, to the not not to my group, not to my age group. Maybe to the younger crowd, like the twenty-one year olds. 
I don't think they respect it as much. And that is one thing I will say that is different than when we grew up, though. When I was growing up, we actually respected artists before us, though. Even if we didn't like yeah. it, we respected it. Now it's like 20-year-olds, the fuck Jay-Z, he's trash. I'm yeah. like, you yeah. may not like his music, but you cannot say Give he's trash. You have to yeah. be like, because without Jay-Z, there would be no fucking J. Cole. Without Snoop Dogg, there would be no Kendrick Lamar. Like, like J. Cole's literally built Dreamville. He became, he had a slow build. Jay-Z had a slow build. When they, their first album, Jay-Z's first album, Reasonable Doubt, came out in 1996. That shit didn't go gold, gold until 2001. Until two, five years later, now they expect you to go platinum within six months and stuff. And they don't let you have a slow build. J. Cole, who signed to Jay-Z's label, Rock Nation, his first, I think, two albums, slow build. I remember in college, niggas did not like J. Cole. Yeah, people didn't like They J. Cole. said he was trash. They said he was sleepy. He was boring. I remember, look. My brother put me on a J. Cole. You know how, this is how long ago I first heard of J. Cole. MySpace was still a thing. And so this is how much of a hip-hop head I am. Jay-Z first started Rock Nation. This was back in like 07, 08, right? So he first started Rock Nation. I Googled Rock Nation, went to the Wikipedia page to see what artists he had signed. It said J. Cole. And I was like, who is J. Cole? So I Googled J. Cole. It sent me to his MySpace space page this was late 07 this was fall 2007 bro so i go to j cole's myspace page and it had his first two mixtapes the warm-up and the come-up on there so i'm like let me listen i started listening i was like bro this feels like nostalgia like it feels like he would be a rapper from the 90s and i thought he was so dope i told my homeboy i was like yo my boy rodney i was like hey rod listen to this dude j cole he's cold as hell he says now who says stuff like this I already got enough rappers I listen to. I don't need any new ones. Like, who says something like it? So, so I said, bro, listen to him. If you, I said, go, it was about to be winter break. I said, listen to him over winter break. If you don't like it, I'll give you $10. And first of all, $10 as a college student, nigga, that's, that's a lot of money. Yeah. So over winter break, he calls me, yo, G, I should give you $10 because this shit is fire. Yeah. And But no, like a lot of people did not fuck with J. Cole. But he had this, But then when he came out with... um. Forest Hills like, Drive. Oh, yeah. That's when everybody started liking them. But they, they don't allow rappers to have a slow build okay. anymore. And that's literally Jay-Z and Rockefeller had a slow build. J. Cole's legit doing the same thing. with Dreamville is legit like today's version of Rockefeller. It's just that hip-hop isn't as um, gangsta as yeah, it used to be. Yeah. Like, it's not as gangsta. It's They're evolved. Not as, um, and I think back then when you were part of a record label, you were part of a film. Yeah, record right, labels was, yep. Rough Riders, Def Jam, uh, Rockefeller, Bad Boys, uh, Fat, Fat Joe and them, Terror Squad, um, Squad. Yep. Like, you were part of, like, it was kind of like gangbang. Yeah. Like, you, you, you was like, who's your favorite rap crew? Yeah. yeah. It was like, oh, Rough Riders. Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang like, Clan. Wu-Tang like, Clan. Like, you, yeah. you rolled and you went to parties with your clue. I think QC is the closest thing to that because they're, they're very who's, Which one is that? City Girls, Lil Baby, Migos, See, I, I have no idea about any of that. Okay. Yeah. But I, I oh, quality, like, okay, that's quality yeah, control. Okay. I feel like... Dream feels like that too, though, with J. Cole and all of them. And I love J. Cole. I love Do J. you Cole. know any of those... Rappers for so I think you would like that then because you have like Dreamville that's JID which is a rap duo from Atlanta they're really dope you have Boss BAS he's from Brooklyn also mm-hmm. he's really dope as hell then of course J Cole's on there uh, Ari Lennox oh, she's on Ari. she's on Dreamville as well so you have Dreamville who's very similar to the Rockefeller days and you have um, what's they call uh, Kendrick Lamar and Schoolboy Q and all of them. Um, 
uh, Top Dog Entertainment uh, with SZA and all of them. That's they're very much like the Rockefeller Death Row and all those days, where they're like a family. It's a record label and a rap group and a family and stuff too. So Dreamville and like you said, Quality Control mm-hmm. and then Top Dog Entertainment. Those are very similar to the '90s and 2000s, early 2000s stuff that we was that we're talking about. So yeah. those three, those are only three thing three that I can think of then. I try to draw the line between being nostalgic and a fundamentalist. Like I just what do you I, mean I, I when really you say fundamentalist? Try. Like I don't. I really try not to. Feel like this don't sound like what I. Yeah, okay. I, but, I try but, to find that line. But if we're being honest, like a lot of this new music is trash, and it is affecting nightlife and like party life. And since that I went to a hookah lounge and all they were playing was uh, trap. That's last bad. night I went to a hookah lounge. Oh all bruh. Last night when we went to a hookah lounge, it was all trap music. It, it, I'm, like, I'm looking around and I'm like, and then we we gonna talk about these DJs. The art of disc jockeying is a law. No, they just play a playlist now. Just, I looked around and I'm like, the DJ should look. First off, your job as a DJ is to read the room. Yep, read the room. You always go off of what yep. the room wants. Correct. I'm looking around. Nobody is vibing. Can't should that be a sign? Like, okay, maybe I should stop playing. <laughs> yes. I literally me and my homegirl, we were just like, girl, I'm ready to go. Like, this is killing my vibe. And I'm yep. somebody who I put a lot in the music. Mm-hmm. I want to be hearing all the music creates the vibe music. though. Yeah. 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 And I was like, this can't be. I, I hate trap. I do not like trap music. I don't like the trap. I'm not a fan of trap musics today, but I will go back and so there's certain mornings I get up and I just feel hype. I'm listening to Young Jeezy at fucking 630 in the morning on my way to work. The whole ride through, I listen to old Lil Wayne, listening oh, to all yeah, that old, old listening to No yeah. Ceilings and all of that type of stuff. So I get in the mood for that. But like, yeah, at a, to me, a hookah lounge. It's got to it's got to be a mixture, but I want to hear some flash R and B too at yeah, a hookah lounge yeah, and like yeah. some smooth. I want to hear like a um, Kendrick Lamar "Don't Kill My Vibe," bitch, yeah. don't kill my vibe. That's what I want to hear. And like for me, the older I get, the more I listen to R and B music. It's yeah. like I listen to a lot more R and B music, but there is a lot of dope hip hop out there. The problem is now. We're you have all like we're flooded with it. It's so the the it's market's saturated. saturated. The market's yeah, saturated, yeah. and now that I've learned, the easier that it is to access something, the lazier people get. Yeah, yeah. So now we have Apple also, Music, also, Spotify. And, people don't listen to the radio anymore. Nope, I haven't listened to the radio in years. My so, so back then, when the radio would give you variety, like mm-hmm. you, would, you would literally be yeah, back then, yeah, really introduced to a variety of new music. Now it's like. Since we're having to physically look up our songs and download it ourselves, we're downloading music from the same artists that yep. we like, the Nicki Minaj's and the. We listen to the same the shit same, over and over. Yeah. So, but me, I make it a habit that I go and find new stuff. So I'll but go. We don't, but we're late nowadays. Humans are late. Like I said, you the more it's the same thing as with a GPS. Yeah. Now, when you have because you have a GPS, people don't pay attention to the yeah. landmarks anymore. Like I remember growing up, I would hear my mother on the phone telling somebody how to get to our house. When you see the red barn, you take a left. You're yeah, going to see yeah, a house yeah. that has a big A on the front door. Then you're going to see a, heart, a house that has this there. And then you take a left there. Now, people, because we have something, GPS has made us lazy. You can depend on it. We use it as a crutch. So now you don't pay attention to landmarks. It's the same thing our teachers used to say with calculators. And then I understand why they said work your math problem out oh, instead yeah. of you depending on a calculator when you're like, well, for what? What I blame? Yeah, it yeah, makes yeah, sense yeah. because <laughs> it makes your brain lazy. Yeah. You lazy as hell now because you have shit that does it for you. Like, you 
You can get your groceries delivered to you. We pretty soon we ain't gonna leave the house for nothing. I went to the post office one time and I just couldn't be bothered to, to learn. I, I had no idea how to write how to send a letter. And you know what's wild? And the I just t- was like, I was like, hey, can you tell me how to do this? And he was like, figure, here's a pen. <laughs> and I was like, I should Can I tell him your age? How old are you? I'm 25. 25. See, and it's but funny. This is when I was 22. But what's funny is because just last week I posted on Twitter, y'all, the kids don't know how to address an envelope and send a letter. Because we said we're talking about it, and they looked at me, uh, I was like, yo, oh my God. <laughs> but then I'm also like, but I'm also like, we have Google. You can Google everything. I Google every single thing and like legit everything. I don't ask any type of questions to anybody because I'll just go ahead and Google. I'm like, I can find the answer easily. That's why I trust when I'll be at work. When I used to work at Florida State, people would call. Someone would call the student center at that, call the student center and say, hey, what's the record for the football team currently? Oh yeah, I Why would you answer the phone calls, remember? They, they would call and ask, what's the closest, what's a good hotel to stay in, in Atlanta? Nigga, I don't fucking know. Like, Google that shit. Like, you can see the reviews and the stars for it. Like, yeah. my friends, they our people right here that's like, I don't know a lot of bottomless mimosa spots in Atlanta. Google that Google shit. It. Yeah. It's all over, like, bro, I have a list. Look at it. I have a list of bottomless mimosa spots around the city of Atlanta. Uh, send that to me. Bro, look at this list. Oh look my gosh. Y'all, it's long. Send that to me. I got you. (laughs) I got you. But people, all this is the age of access, which has made it the age of lazy. It's made everybody lazy and stuff. You have GPSs, music streaming. Like, think about even with you have all these movie platform uh, streaming and stuff, TV streaming and stuff. I watch the same shit all the time on Hulu and Netflix. I don't even... Cause I don't. It's so much. Something. And then it's. And then on the other end, it's kind of overwhelming. You don't feel like looking through everything either. Yes. You just. Like, I can't be bothered. Especially if you got something to eat. You just wonder your food, and you trying to find something to watch while you're eating. You like it might get cold. Let me, I'll just watch the Boy Meets World again. People want some food, but I think the thing with food, and I'm saying this, so please don't kill me. I don't think there are a lot of good restaurants in Atlanta that have good food. I think that you have to go into the heart of Atlanta, into the to the hood, first of all, yeah. to find the really good food. I think it's so many restaurants that they all start doing the same, same thing, thing as well. Yeah. It's just like when you go to South Beach, that food is not seasoned at all. The food is so uncultured. And so when you go to Miami, you got to go into Miami to find the food. But because in Atlanta, it's so much and it's so much traffic, you're not going to feel like doing that either, though. So you have to go into the hood to find the really good food. I hate going to Atlanta. The parking alone. Bruh, and then, and right, because then you, if you want to go to one of these restaurants that actually have really good food, can't find fucking parking. Parking, yeah. But, or you got to pay... Or at the lot that you got to park in, it's $20, $20 to park. $20, yeah. Atlanta really has to fix up. They really got to work on Because everybody's trying to hustle and get this money and shit. And it just... Like, I went to... Have you ever been to Finn and Feather? Yeah. Okay, so on Edgewood. Mm-hmm. So I went... So last week, my birthday weekend, first of all, that Saturday, we I was done. I was drinking from 1030 until 11 o'clock at night. I ain't done that <laughs> That's since. That's how it should be. I ain't done that in a long time. You're right. And I ain't done that since like 2017, <laughs> bro. So the nigga 34 now. So I was hurt. I was hurt. But we... So me, uh, Finn and Feather, I looked them up and it said they do bottomless mimosas from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. for $10. Just for $10. So I'm like, anybody going to want to go with me at no 10 o'clock in the morning? My homegirl said, uh, oh. right. My homegirl was like, uh, let's go. Yeah. And so we got there at 1030. 
So we get there. There's no cars in the parking lot at all. So I'm like, I guess they're not charging for parking yet because it's 1030 in the morning. So we get out and then the dude gets out of his car and walks over to the parking attendant desk. And whatever. I said, are y'all charging for parking? So he has 20. I, I looked around. I said... There ain't nobody, ain't nobody here, bro. He said, yeah, it's 20, bro. I said, all right, don't worry about it. So we got in the car, and then I found a spot right on the street next to the lot, right on the street. I'm like, why are you charging for, right, for free? You charging for 20 right now, and I get it. Everybody's trying to make some money, trying to hustle. But, like, y'all killing the culture to it's, me. It's it killing kills, the vibe. It's a, it's a vibe and culture killer. It's just... I hate it. I just hate it. Even it's just... Like, it's just everything is... But you know what? I try to focus on the positives. Uh, I still give places a chance. Like, uh, next Sunday, I'm going to go to this... Or maybe even today. Who knows? Uh, this, like, rum punch picnic type of thing. I think I saw that. Is it at Piedmont? It's or... something like that, yeah. It's like a... I saw that, though. Something like that. And I was like, you know what? My friend invited me. She was like, it's every Sunday, so even if we don't go today, we can go next Oh, yeah. Sunday. Okay, I have seen yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know, I'll give it a go. I'll give it a chance to see what it's here. Yeah. But... I have to be very mindful of where I drive. Because Bruh. I'm not trying to get robbed. <laughs> because when one time we was at, we was on Edgewood and I had parked in Finn and Feathers parking lot and got really drunk. And so my homegirl drove me home and I ended up leaving my car on Edgewood overnight. And I remember I woke up the next morning. And first of all, it was a crazy night because I woke up, I had one shoe on. Laying across my bed. My phone was on the charger, though. I remember to charge my phone. That's good. But so I woke up and I was like, let me go to my car. And I go out there. I got my keys and I'm pressing my button. I'm like, where the fuck is my car? I got nervous. And I said, oh, shit, it's down on Edgewood. So I called an Uber to take me down there. The whole time I'm praying because anyone that's not familiar with Atlanta, if you leave your car on Edgewood, it's probably, it's probably either gone, that's got towed, or the windows are broken in, yeah. or it's booted. Yeah. One of those four things. I'm praying the whole time, like, God, please, I'm never going to do this again. Please, Lord. And it was like 8 in the morning. It's early as shit. So it's 8 in the morning. I get there. Car's still there. Perfectly fine. I think it's because it was early. If it was probably like 11, they probably would have booted it. No, they probably would have towed it by then. But thank God it was still there. But yeah, don't leave your car on Edgewood. You have to be mindful. You, you, God saved you. you the, bruh. I know. Thank God. Like, bro, like, who the Lord Jesus? God's sake. Um, and on that note, we're going to end this uh, segment and we'll be right back on uh, God saved you. <laughs> Shout out to God. God. Shout, Shout out, out to God. God. All right, we're back. Um, we, we we have a segment uh, Normally what I begin the episode with Called minimize your fucks okay. Basically minimize your fucks Meaning um, Where are you at mentally How do you Stay sane How do you not go crazy How do you not allow things To piss you off On a regular basis How are you minimizing your fucks um, I think it's a great Question to ask Particularly now Because I've been going through A lot of stress With the partners That I work with uh, Some of them done forgot That I'm grown <laughs> Um, and uh, in the field that I'm in, it's like if you're a junior associate, you are given nonsense work or they feel like they can talk to you sideways and just disrespect you anyway because they want a certain work product. I realized, um, to me, my job is nothing more than a way for me to make money. Mm. Period. Okay. There is no reason for me to be bringing the stress of a man that knows nothing about my life or a woman that knows nothing about my personal life into my personal life. That doesn't make sense to me. Um, so I told myself I prayed on it. Obviously, God always comes first. I pray every Word day. Up. I go to church every Sunday. 
And uh, one way that I use to minimize my Fs is to read books, to pray, and to take a step back. What, what, did, what did Jay-Z say? Uh, taking a step back. Uh, dang, I forgot. Here's you the better view. Um, but definitely, I try to look at the bigger picture of things and um, to contextualize everything. That's important. So, How long did it take you to probably realize that after like getting in the professional world or whatever the industry that you're in how long did it figure out how did you figure out how long how long did it take you to figure out how to do that not yeah. just what to do but how, how to, to do, do it that. yes i would say it wasn't until recently that i started getting a lot of stress from okay. the job and so i would say like about a week because this entire week i have been quite literally depressed <laughs> just because of the stress that i've been getting from work and i just i just woke up on Friday and I was like you know what I'm tired I'm actually tired of feeling sad mm-hmm. about people who do not pay my bills yep. they don't know anything about me and I know what I'm doing is the best that I can do so that's it yeah so what do you what what kind of stuff do you do though I guess then to keep a piece of like from okay yeah. give you an example like for me um, I work out mm-hmm. um I don't take as many naps anymore because I realized when I was younger, I was taking naps because not not all the time, but there would be times where I would not take naps. I was just laying in bed all day because I didn't even know I was sad. It just sad became my normal. And I would just do that. Like so like 2020 is when I was actually diagnosed with like depression and by port by uh, bipolar. Thank you. I was about to say by Porter (laughs) disloader. I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. But yeah. So. I didn't even know though that was wrong with me. I people would just tell me Will's tripping. You know how he is, and that's I just thought that I'd be tripping all the time or whatever. But I didn't realize like there would be times I would get off of work on a Friday, and people would ask me to go out and do this, and I would make excuses not to go for no reason whatsoever, just because I wanted to be at home and be sad by myself. Like, I would get home on a Friday. I would stop at the liquor store, and this is why I don't drink when I'm sad. I do yeah. not drink. I do not drink when I'm sad at all anymore. But I would get home on a Friday, go to the liquor store, and I'm thinking, well, I'm cooking and listening to music. I'm happy. But I wouldn't turn on. I wouldn't have no lights on, just candles. I'm listening to sad ass music and stuff. And every time I would sit on the kitchen floor and cry and just drink. And I'm thinking that's what I was supposed to do. Like I would legit just be crying, drinking, listening to sad music until I would get up, brush my teeth, and go to sleep. What are some of the things that triggered you? Uh, things that trigger I really don't know um, things that trigger me I probably things like when I would catch myself trying to be transparent with certain people in my life and they would just be like you know how you do you just be tripping and that kind of stuff I would be like well fine fuck it I guess I just be tripping I'm just go keep doing what I do then and cause I would catch myself like I was the type where this is where that um, that borderline personality disorder would come in where we ha- I'm having a kickback I'm the life of the party yeah. for the first half of the party and then out of nowhere I just stop talking to everybody and I just yeah, sit back and don't yeah. say anything yeah. and people are like what's wrong with Will what's going on and then when they would say that I know they're now I'm looking back they really was trying to figure out what's wrong with him but I took it as they're like here this nigga go again yeah. what's wrong with oh him again gosh. blah 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 and I was like well fuck them and I was just shut down like a little kid or something don't yeah. talk to anybody or whatever and so things like that would trigger me and just I was in it so long where the darkness became my normal it just, it was so normal just to be sad and mad. And also at the time working at Florida State, 
wasn't great for me and stuff. I was stressed at work at the time. I was constantly feeling like these white people gonna fire me at any moment. That is not a healthy mindset. I remember yeah. one day I went into work. I cleaned out my office. I took all the stuff down. I boxed everything up. My director had walked in to ask me a question. He said, "Hey, what?" He said, "Are you?" And he was joking when he said, "He said, are you telling me you quitting or something?" And I said, "Well, I do need to talk to you." He goes, "Wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> you are you quitting?" And I went and talked to him. I said, "I don't know. I just feel like y'all probably want to get rid of me." I mean, he said. We need you here. We love you. You have done a great job, blah, blah, blah. He said, it, the only reason if you leave, that's up to you if yeah. you decide to leave. We do not want you to leave. Yeah. I had took everything down. Like, my walls was clean. It looked like that I had put in my two weeks and I was leaving tomorrow or something. And I was doing shit like that. I would be. I would get home on a Friday and I wouldn't talk to anybody until I go back to work Monday. Like, I would couple text with my sister and my mother and all of that, but I wouldn't talk to anyone, be social from Friday when I got off work at 5 until Monday when I got back at 8 a.m. And I just thought that's the shit I was supposed to do. But, yeah, I guess, like, the trigger shit at work, I was dealing with, at Florida State, it's pretentious white kids, very entitled. Like, where we were, where you went to school and where I was your supervisor is very different. Is them. it? Hell, yes. While this might be a private school, them niggas down there, they come from, they come from like fast money in South Florida. Their parents are politicians, lawyers, doctors. Them kids was fucking snorting coke off of people's asses and posting it on social media. They was wild kids. They would try to get you fired, like really fired over the smallest of things. They were assholes. Like I had someone come in my office one day. He just walked in, didn't knock or anything. I'm on the phone. And I was like, oh, hold on. How can I help you? And he said, I need a reservation for four. I said, first of all, it's 3.30. Second of all, you need to knock first. Exactly. And then he goes, okay, well, I'm in here. I need a reservation. I said, let's try this again. Go back out, close the door, and then knock, and let yeah. me tell you to come in. He goes, are you serious? Yeah. I said, I'm very serious. So he goes back out. Knocks on the door and I go, let me call you back. Hang up. <clears throat> I wouldn't even ask. But look, I go, uh, who is it? <laughs> and he says his name. I'm like, come in. He comes with an attitude. Will, I need a reservation for four. I said, I've told you before because you keep coming in late. I've helped you out before. You need to submit your reservation request at least two business days prior. I cannot help you. Well, there's a room that says it opens at four. I said, well, that room that you're talking, let's go look through. And I can tell he was being irritated because I was being so patient. So kill him with kindness. Yeah, I told you that before. You I told you, you that sure before. Did. <laughs> and that works. I'm telling you, you like because you use so much of your energy when you're being mad and frustrated with people. So I'm looking through it and I go, well, the room you're talking about, their reservation is over at 3.30. But there's another reservation that begins at 4.30. And we have to change the entire setup and the chairs and tables so we can't fit you in. And he goes, well, what the fuck do you do here? I said, well, our conversation is over. You go and have a great day and leave my office. And when you're ready to apologize and not be disrespectful, come back and in and talk, talk to me to anytime. Nigga, literally 15 minutes later, my director comes in. He said, I just want you to read this. Don't say anything. The kids sent him an email within 15 minutes, a two-page email about, I'm a student leader. If I want Will Thomas to get fired, I can make sure he never works here ever again. Hey, acts like he doesn't know who I am. I'm like, motherfucker, I don't know who, who you are. Who are you? Like, like, never mind. There's 30,000 students in this school. Like, I, I work with hundreds of students every day. And you're fucking rude. Fuck you. Like, but I had I had a student try to get me fired at least four times a semester over little shit like that. And because it'd be a white kid and, and, and when it's like a white kid who's a student yeah. leader, they automatically be like, well, you know, they can go to they go to not my boss, not my director, not the union director. They go. They know somebody on the board of regents and yeah. just mention my name. Then that person will call the director of the student center. Who's this Will Thomas guy? 
And then that's how all this starts. You get this reputation because some white kid was mad at you. And if you piss a, at least one or two white people off, you get a reputation. And that's how I was. So that wasn't already wasn't good for me working there during that type of shit. And then I got all this mental shit going on and I don't know how to deal with it. I don't know. I'm thinking that's just how I am and I be tripping. That's all it was. I always would just say I'm wrong all the time. And that's what would piss me off when people would tell me, well, you know, Will's a little stubborn. I'm like, it's not that I'm stu- I can be stubborn. Obviously. I think almost everybody's stubborn to a certain extent, though. Mm-hmm. Some people are more than others. But it's like, I'm not stubborn. I just don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know why I be tripping. I don't know why I shut down, y'all. I don't know why I just feel sad for no reason. I don't know fucking why. And so it wasn't until 2020 where I was like, oh, this fucking makes sense. Now I have a name for what I do. Did you see a therapist? Yeah, I go to, yeah, I go to therapy counseling I know how to I check myself too like I have no problem telling myself I'm wrong like just all of that stuff talking to people that I'm close to that's not going to just tell me no I don't it's people that's not going to judge me and people that's not going to sugarcoat shit so you got to talk to those people because you will have some friends who sugarcoat it and be like no you know people are rude and you're a great person that's cool and all. I need to hear the honest truth. I need to hear if I am actually being an asshole or if I'm tripping or whatever. And I've had too many people that would just tell me that I'm bugging and Will's wrong and he's stubborn. And they ready to tell me that I'm wrong all the time. Shit, I'm, when I'm 34 now, 28 years of my life, I would just always tell people I'm wrong. I'm sorry. I apologize. And then I'm like, I wasn't fucking wrong. And then I know what the young people be saying. Gaslighting. I understand what that means. Oh, now. <laughs> Y'all niggas just use certain terms all the time way too much and overuse it and sometimes some of your generation don't even know the fuck meaning but I think gaslighting is a huge yeah no it, there, it so many people don't even know they gaslight though that's the problem and that's every generation from my our grandparents to the young people now gaslighting is a real thing and I was realized I was being gaslight gaslit it gaslit 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 for a long time so yeah like I, I fucking love therapy. Therapy, God, and just reaching out to your friends and loved ones is what pretty much saved my life, to be honest, because Lord Jesus, because boy, I tell you, because that's why, like, we were talking about earlier, how you said, like, don't look like what you go through. I'm the type of person that I let my physical space become what my mental space is. So, I don't, like, people come over, like, your, your apartment's always clean. So, I'm like, yeah, but you don't sometimes see it on a random Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday when I've had a long week and I've let just it never dirty but it gets junky I'm just putting jackets on the back of chairs I'm leaving cups out on counters shoes here there's a sock there and I'm just like I don't give a fuck I ain't had a haircut in a month and a half yeah two bedroom two bathroom so yeah you know I'm out here bro you got you living you got hey you gotta leave space for the ladies when they come over because I don't be wanting them to sleep in my bed so (laughs) hey baby I got a guest room over here I got a guest room. I want you to be comfortable. I don't want you to have to share space with me. I want you to be comfortable. I want you to be comfortable. Hey, that's I want you. Hey, if you look at my bathroom, I got a nice little basket of female um stuff. Female hygiene stuff, makeup remover, all type of shit. I need to. You gotta make them be comfortable. That's how my homegirl told me. I know that you a bachelor and somewhat of a hoe. That you have that type of stuff. Exactly. The fact that you just have that is like a whole 
care package for for women who's been in the night. I keep a care package. <laughs> I keep a care package. <laughs> I make sure I keep poopery also, just in case yeah. a woman has to go out and poop. You know what poopery is? No. Oh, so it's this. It's what you spray in the toilet before you take a shit, and so that you won't smell anything. So like, if you spray air freshener, you can tell someone spray air freshener over funk. Mm. But if poopery, you just spray it, and can't nobody tell that you took a shit because most people are going to be too embarrassed to poop over someone else's house. So now no one even knew you ever pooped. So you keep that in there too. Got lotion and body wipes and makeup remover and poopery and everything a woman's gonna need to stay tonight. You ain't gotta bring a spin the night bag. I keep a spin the night bag over here for and you I keep whole snacks. You got some whole snacks, but you gotta whole snacks are foods that if a woman's hungry, it can fill her up, but it's not gonna give her gas it's not gonna mess up her stomach it's so many different i keep first of all i learned you got to keep some sweets around the house because women love sweets and i don't eat sweets though i don't eat sweets at all so i'll keep like some chocolates and gummies around you gotta have i'll keep some little crackers some cheese Mm -hmm. some vegetables i always got wings though because if she goes for the wings i know that's my type of woman though that's my type of woman you You know it you got liquor and wine she can choose between liquor and wine because she may not want liquor that day drink some wine or whatever you got all kind of crackers tortilla chips and salsa you gotta have a popcorn like you have all the little whole snacks and stuff and then i keep all the lotions and oils just in case you want some massage so i got lotions and oils too and for to make it comfortable make them comfortable i'm a i'm really a Gentlemen, <laughs> don't. Quotation. She did the right. Don't do that. Gentlemen, <laughs> don't do the quotation. Consider it. I think that's pretty. You know, pretty okay. So change the subject. He said home is like Atlanta and Lagos. Lagos is that how you pronounce it? Make sure it's not wrong. How do you think that shaped your outlook on life? It definitely has one hundred percent. I think Atlanta wise. Um, I would say living in Atlanta has like watered down a lot of the strict mindsets that I have from mm. living in Lagos. But also in Lagos, I've learned first generation folk, y'all, your families be, and that's not just one. That's not just Africans. That's that's and Asian people. Yeah, in general, like, oh yeah, my God, y'all yeah. parents don't play. But I think living in Lagos has shaped my mindset a lot, particularly when it comes to the kind of relationship that I want and the kind of friendships that I want just basically how I carry myself mm-hmm. you know um, there's some things that I just cannot understand from people in like Atlanta that I just can't get jiggy with what's something you think that's something you're just like I just can't understand that shit BBLs Bad yeah. BBLs. Yeah. Wow. Like girls, BBLs in general are bad no, not BBLs. Botched. There's a difference between botched. I think okay. the BBLs that are like overly large. Where it doesn't match your body I, whatsoever. That, that is at this point, it is a look. Yeah. Like girls deliberately say, I want yeah. it to be disproportionate. I've always, and this is just me, this is my personal preference. I've always preferred the slim, like my shape. Um, slim thick? Yeah. Do you consider yourself slim thick? I do. Okay. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. Let's say let's say slim thick is a ten. No, I'm. What's a you just below slim thick, bro? Hell, you just below slim my thick. My body is sickening. I didn't say it's not. Your body's great, but I don't know if you slim thick, bro. Like, would you pulling up a picture where a you were slim thick? I mean, where you? <laughs> She pulled up a video, y'all, where she's I always slim thick. Yeah, I'm. Was you slim thick? Hold on. <laughs> yeah. This oh, was well, like two weeks ago. You might be slim thick right there, though. 
Well, you ain't turning around though. You ain't turned around. You ain't turned around, so I'm. I think that like your legs long as shit, boy. You all legs. I just feel like. Yeah, hold on. First of all, your skin was glowing. Your hair looked good. Your body. I'm not saying your body looks great. Your body's dope. Your body looks great. Slim thick though. Okay, I would say slim thick, but I I definitely feel like I'm slim. Like, What's I'm just like, below Slim Thick? I'm a, yeah, exactly. I'm like a step below. Like, thick. you ain't thick as cold peanut butter. Oh, no, 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 but. no, 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 no. But there's something there. It's, there's there you go. There. It's something there. It's, it's, it's more than enough there. Winkle House, yeah. if you just said enough is there, it's like bare minimum. You way more than bare minimum. Yeah, thank you. But you more than bare, min- bare minimum, but you ain't Slim Thick, bro. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. But I think, I think like... You have a nice body. Thank you. Shout you. out to you. You have thank a nice you. shape. Like, pre-BBL Beyonce, this is my... Preference, yeah, we're not shaming you, mother. At all. I'm not shaming anybody, but my preference would be like pre BBL Beyonce, would be like, um. You think Beyonce's uh, had surgery? Yeah, when are okay. you kidding? I don't think I've paid attention enough. So, no, do you think not. most? Do you think most of our favorite celebrities have, have probably had, had some type of surgery? Yeah. Well, you well, know, like, um, what's that girl from uh, Best Man Holiday when she came out with Sonia like, or no? She was the uh, stripper. Hold on, let me look it up. Best Man Holiday. She was in Scream too. She was a black girl in Scream. Black girl in Scream from Best Man Holiday. Yeah. Regina, no, Regina. Regina, yeah. She was a scary movie, not Scream. Oh, scary movie. Goofy. Okay. Yeah, scary but what's it about? But what about her? That kind of shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's my own. Pr- like I, I just like the Tiana. T- you know, like the slim. I guess you the could Tiana say, Taylor, she thick though, boy. She, is, she has a hell of a body. Real. She worked hard. Yeah, you can tell she worked. She I, obviously we have no idea who's had surgery now. We don't know yeah, these motherfuckers. We don't know. We don't know. But just from the look, she looks like she just has a very hard work sculpted body yeah, from the gym. She look yeah. like she be in that motherfucking gym, bro. Cause I don't like it too muscular. I'm not gonna be shady, but definitely if I could if I could just picture it, it would say like pre BBL Beyonce, one hundred percent. It's wild to me. I had this thought yesterday. To me, it's crazy that so many people and we'll, women for this conversation can start with BBL. Maybe men do have BBLs and have those episodes. I have no idea. But it's wild that so many women are fine with just having surgery. Like surgery is just an easy thing. Yeah. Surgery is a serious thing. And yeah. people die all the time from complications of simple surgery. So the, the, re, the fact that you're willing to go under the knife just for this, like, and it's I crazy. I believe Oh, it's my choice. It's just, it's just what I want. No, it's not just. It's a fad, and you know it because now it's, it's, re- it's in a reverse now. Yep, yeah. Maybe are no longer what's hot. A lot of oh, the girls. Not? No, a lot of the girls like the dream dolls, and everybody all of a sudden they're coming out and saying, yeah, they've had multiple complications. They're trying mm. to get it, get it undone. But it's like, how come you weren't saying this years ago? Yeah. Now Let that them know. Kim Kardashian is saying that she's removing her implants. Oh wow. Like now that it's becoming like slim because everybody's going after the Y two K look. And if you remember oh. back in the day, you got to slim for that, baby. It was skinny that, back then. That was that the, was what was the Britney it. Spears and Christina Aguilera era. And, and, even when you and Beyonce. At, and, even when you look at the music videos from back in the day, girls were fine, fine. Yeah. Even when they did have a big butt. A Marie. Like slim with a big butt. But it, it was natural. Yeah, it was natural. Yeah. Because I saw, we, me and my homegirl was Amy at the, yeah. we was at the red, at a red light yesterday. And I looked over and I said, is that a BBL? She said, it's definitely one. From her waist down, her, and the back of her ass looked like the letter P. Yeah. It looked, the way it came out looked like the letter P. And I'm like, that doesn't, 
it's fine. I'm not shaming you. You do what you want to fucking do. Yeah. But there's no. you cannot tell me you're doing that just for yourself. You're doing that either to make more money. You're doing that to get attention from men. You're doing that for a particular reason. And, most and of- this is my follow-up. What? God. Maybe my standards are too high. Maybe it's because I'm not a guy. I don't know. Maybe I'm too picky. But... What guy would look at that and be like, oh, that's sexy? I think that all the time. But the, obviously, the they fact get, that women will keep doing it, there must be men that love it. I have, I and have that does not look sexy. BBL, and it looks like a typical BBL. And she said her life changed almost overnight. The attention. That is crazy. Instantly. That's disappointing. That's disappointing on, on men and women. The fact that men... Because I don't want to say when people are like, I blame men, I blame women... We both have a hand in this. Men and because just because men want it don't mean you have to do it. Yeah. And just because women keep doing it don't mean you niggas gotta find it sexy. Quit it like we said earlier, quit encouraging these people to keep doing bullshit and you supporting it and stuff because that makes them keep doing it. You hear about it in a rap song and there was a rap song I was I heard and he said, like, yeah, I got two girls, they both got BBS. It's like a it's it's no longer whether you like your body or you dislike your body, it literally is like you're buying a new purse or you're buying a hair. Yep. You're doing your hair. They get, they get BBLs like it's buying weed. Yeah. That yeah, is like, wild oh, as hell. It's what's in right now and I'm going to risk my life to be what's in. It's like me buying some new tennis shoes, nigga. Yeah, like, yeah. God dang. It's, that is fucking crazy. I, I, I wish them the best in life. I wish them the best because <laughs> Lord Jesus. I, but. I can't, but I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm going to be completely transparent. There was a time, a couple months, where I felt like I just can't keep up. I'm not gonna lie. Like, it's crazy that I would, for me, and I think I think I think very differently than a lot of men apparently because when I hear women make comments like that, I really be shocked and stunned. It's like keep up with who and why and for what and for when, like for who, what, when, and where. Because I'll see like somebody like you. I'm like, you're a very dope woman. You're very beautiful. You have great conversation. You're you have great personality. And you have a nice body. Thank you. And y'all, she got a nice car, y'all. She got cocaine, cocaine cowboy car, y'all. She ran with all white, all white bricks. 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 But she out there. I don't know what she did with this money, y'all, but (laughs) she making it. But like, you're a very dope chick. So the fact that I'll hear my homegirl say stuff like that, because I think because I think that I. I just view all these women as they have the most confidence in the world. Yeah. And that's how yeah. I just view it. And we might so look let me, at... Let me ask you, because I am so curious to know this. Um, do you feel like nowadays it's no longer sexy for a woman to be confident? Not just for you, but do you feel like the general consensus of men is like, it's a turnoff now? No, I just think that it's the loudest men that voice their opinion and it's a turnoff to them. I don't think that's the consensus. It's just oh. the loudest ones. And that. the loudest ones get heard. And like niggas like me, I'm not out there voicing my opinion on women all the time, though. So they're not going to hear my opinion. It's the people, men and women, that have all these people that have negative opinion. Negative opinions are the loudest ones. It's just like if someone I can compliment. I can say 12 nice things about you and then say one thing and, and you're going to focus on that thing. one thing. Yeah. Man, yeah. we are going to say this about me. Yeah. Motherfucker, yeah. I said all this yeah. other shit about all I said was, hey, you just ate some Doritos. Your breath stinks right now. <laughs> but but that's just for right now. But you only find, we'll say my breath stink. 
right now. Not all the time, but yeah, we focus on the negative. So it can be 122 other niggas that send all these dope things about women, but you got 34 dudes that are loud as shit that keep tweeting because they are horny as hell and ain't no women trying to have sex with them. So they just loud and whiny because they are backed up and they can't get no women. So it seems like it's the consensus, but it's not because I, the way these Twitter niggas think, None of the men in my circle think like that whatsoever. Like, I saw a woman tweet today. She was like, all the women with nine to fives and natural bodies, we losing. And I'm like... It feels like that. But I'm like, but I'm like, to who though? Like, who? So it's... And that's where I pick myself up every single time. Right. Because it's like... To who? The kind of people that uh-huh. you're losing to are people that you probably correct want to be with in the first. Just place. like these men, the 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 typical the new podcast niggas that are always complaining about women and stuff. Like they complain about this women, this women, that. You just is that the kind of woman you want though? Like why are you worried about that woman if that's not the type of woman you want? Obviously that's the woman you want, but she don't want you. The one that took me out was, and for a second, we let's be real, we on we on this podcast. Let's let's do our details like. <laughs> For a second, like during that two months of insecurity, which which is is regular, you know, people go through things. Yep. Um, I was literally thinking, uh, I came across this podcast of this guy podcast, and it went viral. And he's it was a clip where he was like, "Men don't want women who have good careers. Like, we don't want that. Don't listen to that nigga we, we, at all. We don't want women who have things because we want to be able to to build to build you up. We want to be able to provide those things." And then I'm thinking to myself, like, the dating scene is just so confusing now. I cannot be bothered. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, if we don't have anything, then we're mooching off of you. Mm-hmm. And it's, oh, she's a bum. She doesn't have ambition. I don't want her. We have our own thing. It's this and that. Like, it's just, we can't win for losing. I just really don't think the average, the average good man thinks, thinks like, like that. that. I just... I've never thought like that. None of the friends in my circle think like that. Like I don't know it. I don't. I don't personally know many things like that. Obviously, there are many things like that. Obviously, I don't personally know any of those men because shit. I would be a stay-at-home husband and let my if if my woman wants to make a million dollars a year and work and stuff and it's fine with me being a stay-at-home husband. Guess what? I'll be a stay-at-home husband. You're gonna have a meal to come home to every day. I'm gonna be fixing up the house. You I don't gonna, think I don't you, think I would want to stay at home husband. There's I'm just saying though. I'm just oh, yeah. saying that yeah, like like right. because he's talking about we want we don't want a woman with a good career. I'm just I'm giving a far-reaching example. Okay. But I'm, I will stay at home, cook for you every day. I will build stuff around the house. You come home, and there's a fucking pond in the backyard that I didn't put back there. Like, I, I'll take you to work and pick you up. You ain't got to drive. Like, you come home, you get massages, your bath is ready. Like, I will do all that shit. Do I want to? I'd much rather go to work. I go to work three days a week. I don't yeah. want to go to work every day now because this working shit is for the birds. Cause yeah, a nigga be sure. tired. I'm tired of traffic and I'm tired of working. And I love I love y'all white folk, but I'm tired of you. I'm tired yeah. of y'all, bro. Yeah. I'm tired the, of y'all. The, the nonsense. Yeah, I'm tired of the nonsense. But I I would I think that's weird to say you don't want a woman with a good career. So you rather have a woman. I don't want a woman that is sitting at home bored and doesn't know what she wants to do because the idle mind is the devil's playground so now she's either gonna start thinking maybe he's cheating on me or maybe i'm not good enough for him or maybe she starts being like she starts cheating on you because she has nothing to do all day and stuff like that kind of mindset like i remember watching all those 90 sitcoms where the there's a married couple and the man gets mad that the woman's making more money than him why the fuck if y'all married and y'all sharing bills and shit 
nigga, that's even more money for the family for us. I'm just, like, I'm seeing a trend where it's these then, new niggas, bro. Yeah, it's these new niggas. Honestly, I'm just and I've had this conversation with my brother, and I just realized I just stopped. I don't know why I even heeded to anything they were saying. Correct. Do not listen to these because, like you, like I said, and I feel from like a lot who? of times they deliberately say things to get a reaction. Hell yeah, like trolls are real. They want the. It's the same way where. You will see somebody on Twitter constantly dogging a celebrity. Like, they would do that with Wale all the time. And then Wale would say something back, and they'd be like, oh, man, I was just trying to get your attention, bro. I ain't want nothing back. Like, so so the same dudes that are saying all this shit on a podcast, let's say you could call in. If you called in, send them a picture of you, and you told them what you do for a living, how much you make and all that, and you was like, come on over, let's have sex. They're on their way to... Niggas be driving five, six, seven hours just to have sex. They would be ready, like niggas, like niggas have no fucking sexual men discipline. Crazy. Men ain't men are worthless half yeah. the time. Like so, these niggas that's complaining about all these women on social media, like if they if whatever woman hit that they deem is whatever. Like I can't remember the name of the chick that I guess she had a baby by a basketball player, um, Brittany something. It's Britney something. Oh, um, bundle of Britney, the girl with the big butt. I know exactly who you But like, she, girl. yeah, and like, they've been in an uproar about her for the last like year, year Why and a half or something. So but because so, she, I guess she has said, I think she said things like trap, how to trap somebody, that kind of shit. But it's like, nigga, you have a part time job. She's not trying to trap you anyway. Why are you mad that she's trapping a basketball player that makes $5 million a year that can't afford it and he's smart enough to see what's going on? Why are you so fucking upset? Because guess what? If she DM'd you right now, you would be you on the way. If she, if she said, hey, and sent you a naked picture and was like, hey, be here in six hours, I'm fuck the shit out of you. That nigga would be there in a heartbeat. So... Like, that's why, quit giving them niggas pedestals. I think that's why men like me are annoyed because y'all so focused on these niggas who ain't shit, that have this voice in their opinions that mean nothing, that they're not speaking for the rest of us, but then y'all make it seem like that we're all thinking like that. No, that's that nigga. Do you actually want that nigga? No, you do not want that nigga. I mean, some of them secretly do, and that's why they put so much stock, stock in what he's saying or whatever, but... The regular guy like me who I I'm minding my business. I'm going to work. I just I just I always say it like I don't talk about my well, obviously we're we're talking about the topic now, but well, yeah. if it's like a real date or if it's a guy that I'm interested in, I do not bring up money. We don't need to bring You that. shouldn't. There's no point. Um, we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> because it's so many people that get insecure, insecure. about that. Yeah. It's people that's like I can't. I let's just don't bring it up. Do not do not let hate. What you? What do you enjoy in life? I don't yeah, need to talk yeah. about what. Like, you. Since what, like, why are we even focused? Why is money such on the forefront when we talk about? There are so many money and things. sex. It's always just money and oh sex. Oh my god! Yes, like, it's exhausting. So other, it is. It's exhausting. It's boring. Yes, it's, it's exhausting. It that's why I, I like stop dating and shit. I'm like oh, just no, uh, it, shit exhausting. Well, also because you get exhausted going out and you meet someone cool or whatever, but then you like. I'm not attracted to them. I don't like them like that. And you do it four times in a row where you're like, I'd be friends with them, but nothing more. Yeah, it's like, I've wasted hard. my time. Yeah. I'm I'm tired now. Like, I'm not complaining about the money, but it's like four dates in a row and you didn't spend money and time. You driving there, you making yeah. time for it, you putting the effort in. And then you realize, eh, 
And it's just eh. It's just eh. It's like you hope to at least get good sex out of it. Then yeah, if you're yeah. not getting anything else out of it, can I? And then if you don't get that, it's like I'm fucking done. I've had way better sex with homegirls than I've had with these chicks I've went on dates with. Oh. I think maybe because what you say? Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Yeah. Let me pour a drink just for that. Let me see if I pour it in the mic. Can y'all hear it? Wait a minute. Can y'all hear it? They hear that. They hear it. They hear that. Hey. They hear that. <laughs> But yeah, I'm, yeah. Cheers to that. Maybe because at least with a homegirl, y'all actually like each other. <laughs> you actually like each other. There's a connect. Yeah, there's a connection. And it's comfortable. There's a connection. So, yeah, it's shit's exhausting, bro. I can only imagine what it's like for a woman in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Then for a black woman that dates men in Atlanta that's interested in black men, that has to be exhausting. Cause I, we weren't on the podcast talking about this, but I'm low key a unicorn. In Atlanta, because I'm a straight black man with a c- good career, make a good salary, yeah. don't have any kids. kids yeah. I'm not. I'm not a, trying to be a rapper. I'm not a party promoter. I don't live with my mama. You don't have fifty other girlfriends. I haven't been in jail. Yeah. None of that shit. I go to fucking therapy. Yeah. A relationship with God. It's a catch, y'all. Right, and I can fucking cook. Yeah. Like I'm low-key a unicorn. So for me. On a sense, dating's easier because I have a lot more options. That don't mean I'm gonna like all these people, whatever, because that's that shit's still hard. But I can just imagine for a straight black woman. I would say I would say it's hard because I think people forget the whole point of dating is for you to find someone that you like. Like you don't go into dating thinking, okay, I'm this person's gonna be the one. It's like where's Waldo though? Yeah. <laughs> I won't say it's hard, but it, I it's fun for me. I'm not gonna lie. Shout out though, that's dope though. That yeah. is fun. Like I okay, I will say it's hard. Okay, one is one sense is hard because you get exhausted from it. But yes, it should be fun and it is fun because I have had fun dating and stuff. I have fun when girls come over and we kick it and we play fucking Uno, Uno and drink yes, and yes. we eat wings, drink, play Uno, watch HGTV or watch some horror movies and shit and that is it is fun. Okay, I will say that. I'm yeah, you right. I'm glad. thank you for clearing my sp- you're, you're my perspective welcome. up. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for walking me it's through that. How you see things. Like I feel like um, you know, it's it's, it's all about how you perceive things and I think that was one of the things man I was stressing I was like how will I find my husband in this climate in this environment in this you young as shit you fine yeah yeah. Well, the, the thing is when you're not looking for something that's when it pops up that's when you though. find it that's when just, you find it so it's like just have fun and like especially at your age and even after my, myself my age I'm like you start acting like you like 72 or whatever it's like I'm only 34 you're, you're only, only 25 like it, and I live my let me tell you something now when I turned 24 I literally realized I spent a lot of my time worrying about yeah. what would people think of me what would this what would that as soon as I said I'm gonna live my life I go on vacations I you have party to. like a rock star now I, I do my work <laughs> I still have a, a career. Pay my bills, handle my responsibilities, my but I'm going to have fun. I prioritize. Hey, she said, hold on. Pay my bills on time. On Shout time. out. Don't we all want to pay bills Bill on time? time? Shit. That is the dream to pay bills on time. When the rent due. Shout out. Um, <laughs> shout out to Q-Pop, Q-Pop baby. Oh, we're going to have. I just want to lie in case you haven't noticed. I love quoting lyrics. Shout that's out. My thing. Um, um, we gonna all right. We gonna come back one more segment. It's the rapid question time. Ooh, uh, uh, last I'm segment. Excited. So we'll be right back. 
else so rapid question oh. time. Uh, we back <laughs> to the chicken and liquor hour. We got the homie Yeezy and Big Yeezy in the building. Big Yeezy, you already know. Baddest in the room, realest in the crew. I'm not a businesswoman. I'm a businesswoman, and I'm known for what? Give it up, the businesswoman. Where'd you get that line? I'm not a businesswoman. I'm a, a businesswoman from Jay Z. No. Cause he says I'm not, not I'm real. not a businessman I'm, I'm a, a businessman. Business uh, shout out is Jay Z your favorite rapper? No, because you favorite. quote him a lot. I so do, shout I out. Do. He's he's definitely up there. Uh, if you okay, now I don't even say if you had to pick three rappers you can only listen to for the rest of the year, who would be those three rappers? For the rest of the year. Yeah, for the rest of this year. So it's March. So for the next, what's it? More seven, nine months left. Eight seven eight and a half months left. Yeah. Um, the three rappers for eight and a half months. Okay. So listen to a lot of his old school stuff. She's so New York. So New York. <laughs> um, Biggie, I'm gonna give it to for the rest of the year. Uh, I'm gonna give it to Jay. Okay. And Drake. And Drake. Yeah. Drake's got a lot of versatile music though, so he Drake can get he can get you through the summer. Drake is a he, goat. Would you put him in your top like five favorite rappers of all time? Really? That shows that shows your age. Top, no, no, you no, no, Drake. Yes, it does, because no one my age is going to put Drake in their favorite rappers. I'm not shaming you for it. That's how you know I work with college students when I say I'm not shaming you. And I hate I hate using the college students lingo. But it sometimes Top that makes five sense. for me? Yes. Would, this is in no particular order. Yes, no order. I'm putting Eminem in there. Really? That's surprising because most people your age act like Eminem What's is. your age? Your age. Because so I hear. Apart. <laughs> I'm not saying we that far apart. First of all, you got a little bit of an older soul than a lot of people your age as I well. I definitely do. But a lot of people younger act like Eminem was the trashiest, lamest, no. rackest. Oh, so on Twitter, on Twitter, all the young people clown Eminem all the time now. Not even just young people. People my age, they act like he wasn't like dope as hell at one now, point. Eminem, like, if, his music hasn't aged the great, the best. If even if we're not talking about, yeah, it hasn't. But we want to talk about. You know, Eminem can rap his ass off though. He can, and and I, one thing I appreciate is the artistry in rapping. Like Eminem's style till this day hasn't been imitated because you you can't. You can't, yeah. He'll say the quirkiest yeah. stuff. That's like and now people clown that. Mom spaghetti. Like how would you yeah. put that? To how and it, like you know it makes you quite. This is the art. This is to me what's telling up a great a rapper when you hear a rap line and you think. How did he put that together? Yeah. Or she. How did she put that? Yeah. I'm putting, this is my top five. Eminem, I'm putting Nicki in there. I'm putting Jay. Oh, really? I'm putting, okay. Yeah, I'm putting Jay in there. I'm putting Drake and I'm putting Biggie. That's that's my top five. Say it one more time. Nicki, Eminem, Drake, Biggie, and Jay-Z. That's a unique top five. I like that. Thank that, you. that. That's a unique, uh, that's a very unique top five. So shout out to that. Nicki, Send your whole set like it's around six. Um, excuse me? Bruh, when Jay-Z said, Jay-Z said. <laughs> excuse me? Jay-Z said, I, I jack, I rob, I sin. Oh, man, I'm Jackie Robinson. Oh! Because when I run bass, I dodge the pin. Like, that's like. He, Biggie, about, no, no, since we go, no, we're going to go live. Biggie said, at my arraignment, note to the plane. Right. My daughter's tied up in the Brooklyn the basement. basement. Face it, not guilty. That's how I stay filthy. Richer than Richie. So you Come and get me. He literally gave you a play by He painted play. a picture. He painted, painted a, a picture. One step kaboom, black suits filled the room. He could have easily said one step kaboom, dead, you're in a funeral. But he he was he's like, I want to give you a description. Biggie's one of the best storytellers of hip hop. Period. Have you heard 
Ten Crack Commandments? Yes. Have you heard? Like, come on. She, so my favorite rap song of all time is Juicy Fruit. I meant Juicy Fruit. Juicy. Juicy. Yeah. Well, the original by Matume is Juicy it's, Fruit. It's yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. But my favorite rap song of, of all time. If if Even like warning. If like, aliens, if aliens came back. And they was like, what is this music? Tell uh, Give us a song so we can understand what hip-hop is. Juicy is the song that I'm going to play. That's dope. That's the song That's that I'm going to play. Music. That is my yeah. favorite rap. That's the first rap song that I learned all the lyrics to. Wow. That's my fa- that's my favorite rap song it's, it's ever. It's iconic. Even in, I feel like if that song were to be dropped today, it would be number one. It would be catastrophic. I swear, like he's one of the greatest storytellers of all time. Jay Z is a great. The reason why Jay Z is one of the greatest of all time is because he embodies all of the what makes hip hop great. Because he's a great yeah. storyteller. He can make a club banger, a radio he hit. The- he can do some social shit if he wants to. He yeah, can do. He yeah. can. He has all the metaphors and yeah, similes yeah, yeah. and shit. I would. He can be, I would have put. Wayne there if I if if I would say if I could squeeze in Wayne I would also put Wayne in there my so for me I have my my top four number five gets act that can change every yeah, couple months or whatever but Jay-Z Kanye especially pre Kanye Kardashian before Kanye Kardashian like I don't know the the for me he solidified who he was with college dropout late registration great uh uh, graduation, oh, graduation, 808's a Heartbreak, and My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Fantasy. Those five albums, he basically has five albums that if they're not classics, they're damn near classics. There's not a lot of rappers that have that. There's only a select few rappers that have that. So Jay-Z, Kanye, then uh, Snoop Dogg, Love Me Some Snoop, uh, then J. Cole's up there because at first I wasn't thinking that because I just kept going back to everything I was listening to, high school and, beyond, and earlier. But then I realized over the last... Like we talked about this earlier, I first discovered J. Cole in 07. I've been listening to J. Cole now for 15 years. Wow. So J. Cole's gotta be in my top five. So he's up there. This is no particular order, obviously. But then number five changes. Number five changes all the time. Who would it, be your top two for number five? What two people would I name first for number five? So I ain't gonna lie, early on, it used to be the game. But he's so fucking corny now, too. And his latest music isn't as good as his first three albums as well. But he's just so corny, and it just annoys me. Um, <laughs> Wale has been there before. While I was listening to Love, Hate Thing, and I was like, yo, Wale? Yeah. That song speaks to me when I was, what, when I was on the way up. Why this nigga. See the she said, it speaks like, to me, damn. Yeah, when I was when I was on my way up, why didn't y'all see the stairs? Why didn't y'all just come with me? I think when you're going through things, it speaks different. It's it it different, bro. It's different. Because I've, I've had a situation where, you know, when I graduated law school and I got my job that I worked extremely hard for, I felt like there was some... Um, I got a lot of support. Most support. I want to put that up. Most of what yeah. I received was support. But there was also a bit of hating going on from people who had way more privilege than me. Like, yeah. way more. And so that song spoke to me. Because you did more with less and they didn't know how to do more with more. Like yeah. people who, if they would have told their parents, I want to go to law school, it would have been, all right, I'll put you in the best hotel, or yeah. the best apartments, I'll give you the best car, I'll pay for school right out. All you literally have to do is attend class. Correct. You know, I had to, you were my supervisor. I had to work my way through law school. I had to work through all these different, na- you know, navigate through all these different things. But Correct. I said that to say, like, there are certain songs that speak to me. And when an artist is able to depict an image or depict a feeling and stay on topic yep. from the beginning of the song to the end. Because not, not a lot of rappers know how to fucking stick topic, to the topic. Boy. <laughs> stay on 
my topic, friend. That you not stick to the time. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? about? <laughs> like, what? I will say, oh, we so earlier we talked about some of the new young rappers. One I forgot to mention is Corday. Corday might be my favorite. Have you ever listened to Corday? No. You will. The fact that you like like Jay Z and all of that, mm-hmm. you Corday is this generation's like of he 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 in, literally embodies Kanye, Common, Jay Z. He mm-hmm. embodies all of that. I feel so. like I need to tap into Common's energy a bit more. I, I don't. Really I would love the energy. I just can't. I can't do it. I mean, I would love to do it, but just with my personality, I can't tap into that type of energy. And I just, I just, I want to give comment. Comment has been up there before for me too. Like you asked for my top. Comment have been has been number in my top five before. Ice Cube's really? been in there. Biggie's been there. Um, yeah, they the game has been there. Wale's been there. Um, you know, I'm, I, he's not ever been in my top five, but who I'm a big fan of that a lot of people just don't fuck with is Logic. People oh, clown yeah. him all the time, and which is wild. But I, Logic can rap though. He actually can. Spit, spit. He can. He can't rap. Uh, all right. So it's supposed to be rapid questions. Okay. So let me. Um, was there a movie or TV show that you used to sneak to watch as a kid? Players Club. Really? <laughs> really. Players Club. On DVD, on TV. On, what was it? Uh, TV. It would come on all the time on BET. My mom was like, it did used to come on BT. Now you even had to sneak to watch it on BT because they weren't gonna show nothing on BT. I had to sneak. My mother was like, "You're not watching that nonsense." Not in my household. So, okay. I still got my licks in. <laughs> what would if you had to pick a day of the week to match your personality? What day of the week is it? Not Thursday. your favorite day of the week, but what would Thursday. match? Thursday. Because it's it's close enough to Friday to where you feel like, all right, I'm gonna have fun. But then you still have in the back of your mind you have one more day of work. Okay. Um, and I feel like that's my personality. Like I know how to turn up. I know how to have fun. But sometimes my you know anxiety, how to work hard too, though. Yeah. Sometimes anxiety and, and other things get get to me, or I overthink something, or I'll, honestly, work happens, and I'm yeah. just like I have to have work. So I feel like that's what. But I'm learning to navigate the two. If you could make like an emotion or a feeling into an object that you could sell. What would that be? So, like, I say when I say that, give an example for me. <laughs> this is a crazy example, but the feeling you get, I would make like the feeling you get from a blowjob. Mm. I would put it in a jar and you can sell it. You can literally go to a store and be like, I want the, you can get lazy head, you can get really fast head, you can get aggressive head, you can get the uh, 25 year old black woman. Let me get the 62 year old Asian woman. Let me get the, I would get that. You can just rub it on you and for 60 seconds you get the feeling of a, hey, you can make a lot of money from that. For sure. But I would say happiness. But all right, let's make it a little bit more detailed. That's very easy. It's very, to ju- okay. it's very easy. Give, give it some little like, bit more you know specific. The happiness you get when, um, like, it's a birthday party that, okay. that you've worked hard to plan, and it's like minutes. Your before. birthday party, yeah, okay, it's your okay. birthday party, and you're just really excited, or like you're excited for something that you know you're gonna get. Like yeah. that feeling leading up to it. I feel like I'm wrong with that feeling. Yeah, that feeling of at your birthday when you realize, man, all these people here for me for just me, showing yeah, me love. This is dope. Yeah, yeah, that is a good yeah. feeling that when you feeling down, you just rub it on rub you. Rub it on you and be like, you're like oh, yeah, yeah, I feel better. Yeah, yeah. Another one I would think of when I was a kid, 
me and my sister, we wake up on Saturday morning and my father would be cutting grass on a Saturday morning and he would cut all these different lanes and we would run through each lane as he already cut it and stuff. So like while the grass on the outside was still higher and thicker, this lane we ran in or when he would rake leaves, we would run and jump into the leaves, pal, and stuff. So that's a feeling that I would keep for me for for the rest of my life. Yeah. Saturday where it's sunny outside and your mom just decided, you know, let's all go out to eat. Yeah. All right, because we didn't go out to eat a whole lot. So, we did. so when we did, it was it felt amazing. You know, black people don't cook on Saturdays. We showed up. (laughs) And if we did, it would be like you fry fish or something like that, but you don't we don't cook on Saturdays. Um true or false. Does demanding praise diminish the accomplishment? No. Why not? So if I'm demanding praise, that doesn't diminish my accomplishment. I don't think so. No. Why not? Because if you're, I feel like if you're confident enough, demanding the praise, then that means that you feel like you've done a great job, and I, 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 I would concede that. I get, yeah, I agree with that. Because I as think a black person, we don't get praise. For true. We deserve to get praise. I think the only thing, I guess, I wasn't thinking of it on that that level. I'm so sorry. that's dope. No, 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 that's dope because that makes sense then because I didn't yeah. think of it that way. I was thinking more of it like. Just at work, if you're demanding praise for something, because I get it, if no one's showing you love, you're like, damn, motherfucker. But I guess on the other that. end, it makes it less like, damn, if I have to demand it, then do they even really care? That's I guess that's the first oh, thing I'm thinking of, though. Gotcha. But I like that because black people, we haven't always got the praise that we deserve when it comes to like award shows or or even just ticket sales to a movie or something. Yeah, we're like, we're yeah. like a shitty white movie will make over a hundred million dollars, but it's but a Acting. shitty black movie is gonna get twelve million. Like to be honest, if Soul Plane was made by fucking Seth Rogen, that movie would have made a hundred million dollars, and it wouldn't be it wouldn't have been a stain on Kevin Hart's career. Yeah, but because it was a black person, they're not showing it love for real. Love it's not Soul a cult Plane. classic. It's not a cult classic like they said. Oh, Soul Plane was a great movie. I ain't gonna say it was a great movie, but I was I entertained. I was entertained. My was like, I like that. you. Are still. <laughs> I, re- I re- when like one of the pilots' names was like Gaiman, and it was like, "Will Gaiman please come to the cockpit?" All the Gaiman and all the gay men started running to the. <laughs> That's so I stupid. It was a creative plot, and um, it was a creative plot though. Um, <laughs> let's see. If you found out you were immortal, what age would you stay? Twenty-three. Why twenty-three? I just think that's a great age. I'm because sorry. you've already experienced it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just I just like the number twenty three. Are humans better at creation or destruction? Creation. Why? Look at what we've created. I won't say. Well, we be, we be. God created everything in the with that, but we have been able to create different forms of music and create art and like even food. We've been so creative True. in how we deal with food. Look around us, like couches and inventions, cars. Like the fact that we have iPhones is crazy. It's like crazy. We, we don't really think about it because it's such a normal thing, but the fact that we can text message each other and we get it within two seconds, seconds? that's wild to even think about. Even like sex toys, like vibrate. Yeah, that like, is. Imagine the people back in the 1600s that were sexually deprived. Like they didn't, they couldn't just... Yeah, they didn't. They couldn't just pull out the blue rabbit and I, go to work. Like I, I appreciate what what human beings have created. Yeah, even medicine. Come on, give. We have to give ourselves a pound of. Can yeah. we get a round of applause? Right. Shout out to medicine. Really Shout out to. I can take life. something that relieves my headache. That's yeah. crazy. Niggas in the fourteen hundred just had to have a headache, bro. <laughs> 
You just had to walk around with a you headache all the take time. Bro, you just gotta take a L. Niggas who was having AIDS and cancer, they just had to walk around. Oh, I got a headache. That's and they didn't even have, right, bro. Like, damn, you might die. God, like, you that. might die from a headache within like 13 days, bro. That's fucking. They, they was dying. The, they was dying at 28. The like the age expectancy was like 32. Oh bro. my gosh. And I'm over here like, Ugh. yeah, no, we. we I'm over here at 34. Tired than a motherfucker. Like maybe I should have died at 28. Shit. My, my, back so, my back hurt. My back hurt. Yeah, well, our bodies. Our bodies. Like, you got the nerve to complain, baby. <laughs> I don't. The ancestors are. <laughs> the ancestors are like. You know what I went nerve. through. You know what I went through in twenty six years of my <laughs> life, and then died from hepatitis B. You motherfuckers! Like I had a oh. headache. I had a headache for eleven years. <laughs> we didn't have Excedrin. We didn't know ibuprofen. You need to be grateful. We didn't even have alcohol. Y'all get to drink to forget yeah. your day. <laughs> like they couldn't forget their day. They had to remember their day every day. Like I could come home and if I really just want to forget this day, let me pour a drink and, just live it up. and then forget that I was even upset at four o'clock today. It's not a, what was I upset about? Yeah, like what was I upset? Um, if you could pick one song to be the opening to your biopic, what, what would be would that be? song? Um, it's the opening to your biopic. Um, uh, oh, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> ah! <laughs> give me yours and let me think. The opening song once again. Juicy. What is it? I'm picking, so Why? it depends on the type of biopic. So if I'm thinking about one, let's say I'm picturing one, I'm picturing like a love and basketball type of starting out with me as a seven, eight year old with a girl that I have a crush on and we wrestling or whatever. <laughs> it's going to be computer love. Um, but then I think about one, I'm thinking about Juicy is going to be one of them from, uh, by Biggie. One, I have to have a Kanye song, Through the Wire. From Kanye would be one, and it would show like the Bible would start with me in college though, and then go back. But it would be through the wire. It would start with me in college and then go back. It wouldn't be focused as much on my childhood, but it would start in college, go back to a couple things in childhood, a little bit in middle school, a little bit in high school, but then focus more on like twenty four to thirty. That's what I was saying. But through the wire, it would start with through the wire. But then I'm also thinking Outkast, um, Spody Odie, Dopalicious Angel. Uh, I don't know if you know that youngin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, see, I see you talking about this age, and you then you don't know youngin. that. We're gonna play it when the podcast's over because that's an important song that oh, needs to know. be. If I created a soundtrack for my life, hold on. Tequila gone. Got another button. I feel it just a little bit, but you after we. You're f- not lightweight at all. Oh, oh boo boo. Yeah, I am not. not right, I saw the way you looking at my. Looking at yeah. this. <laughs> And you're drinking it straight. Oh, I drink all my liquor straight. I like my liquor straight in room temperature. Wow. Yeah, because I don't mix it because I don't want all that sugary. Like, th- hey, this body don't make itself, okay? Big yeah. easy. Yeah. This body ain't making itself. Really? So, and I like liquor. So that's my vice. So that's why I don't eat sweets and I eat very healthy because I know I'm going to like to have a drink and I don't mix it with sugary things. I just wish y'all would have seen how she was looking at the uh, looking at the wow, bottle as I was finishing. Like, I've seen what? you look at it a couple of times when I pour it. You're like, huh, he's yeah, still, he's still like, good. Look at me a minute. The he's still, he's still, I'm shy. I wish I I'm a lot. Listen, half a shot and I'm like. Nigga, this nigga said half a shot. Yes. A half, half a shot. shot. Um, how do you feel about pineapples on pizza? Ew. 
Wow. All the whole pizza. What's your go-to pizza? All right, you got. Oh, I'm boring when it comes to pizza. Really? What? Yeah. So, oh, like pepperoni. The most exciting I'll get is like buffalo chicken. Wow. Yeah. So my go-to pizza: chicken, spinach, peppers, onions, pineapples. Ugh. I love that. Oh, and how I would try the pizza without the pineapple. So all of that without pineapple, pineapple. though. I think that was. The Have you ever had pineapple pizza? Yes, and I did not like. You ain't it. had no pineapple. I swear I did. Yeah. I I actually. Taste it now and it was gross. What is a very unsexy name? Uh, Demon. Demon. <laughs> you was ready for that, though. <laughs> you know what? Roberta. Demond. Roberta. Oh, yeah. I uh, Brenda. Barbara. Ba- oh, Lord. Barbara. Shirley. <laughs> Shirley. <laughs> you know what? Growing up, I, when I was a kid, I always wish my parents had named me. Uh, I always thought Sean was such a dope name. Sean? Sean. No, Sean, Sean. Oh, yeah. I just thought Sean was a dope yeah, name Sean as a kid. Yeah, like a, like a real... Yo, what's up? My name's Sean. name. Right, my yeah, name's Sean. Yeah, what's what up? Back name. Always thought, and then like, a name like Reggie just seemed like a hood, hood black man. Yeah. Reggie! Like, you driving down yeah, the street. Yeah, Reggie! <laughs> what up, baby? Yeah, yeah, that, you got my money? Yeah, 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 <laughs> you scream Reggie. You don't... It's, Reggie's not a whisper type of name. No, it's Reggie! What up, baby? Come on now. <laughs> um, What is the most forgettable month? The wackest month, you think? September. I agree, bro. I always say that. Like, September is just like... Irrelevant. What is so good about... September, to me, is the sophomore year of the months. Because no one gives a fuck about sophomore year. Nobody cares about sophomore year. No one cares about sophomore year. No, the same... Tuesdays, sophomore year, and September, to me, are all the same. Tuesdays are so awkward. I like Mondays more than Tuesdays. I agree. Tuesdays are whack. Yeah. Uh, What is your favorite... um, Favorite um, non-physical trait in someone you're pursuing? Um, calmness. Mm. I don't feel like I'm really that calm. You know, <laughs> I think that is so. Sexy. I've always, you know, I always wanted to be mysterious. Mm. I always wanted, but I can't. I can't be like I got too much conversation. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm too transparent. I'm gonna be making everybody laugh. Like I I I can't do it. I just I like. I love chill, like. Now, yeah, because you had asked me physical. Yeah. Hands. Hands. Yeah. What about like what uh, makes a sexy big hand? Hands, like just. Y'all, cause she got some big hands too, though. Uh, so. No, I don't. My hands. Are, I actually get a lot of compliments Bruh, about my hands. I didn't say, hey, big hands don't mean they're I mean, bad. I don't have big hands. She, hey, she slapped the shit out of me right she now. I'm knocked out, yeah, bro. Don't well, my, I, I, <laughs> my hands are very sexy hey, and cute. They can be sexy and strong. But they're not big. They're not big. <laughs> Bruh, if she slaps the shit out of me, y'all ain't going to see me till Tuesday. You ain't going to see me till Tuesday, no. bro. <laughs> like, hey, y'all heard from Will. I ain't talked to him in weeks, bro. Y'all heard Big Yeezy slap. <laughs> I heard Big Yeezy slap. No, I, I love hands. Like, I just... <laughs> That's so fun. It's so funny hearing what different people what Look, they find because yeah, there's so many different things. Like, yeah. cause I don't know my physical my favorite physical trait. I love sexy eyebrows, nice eyebrows on women. Mm. Uh, like I said, I love a nice bushy fro and mm. nice curly fro and shit. Um, I love cold skin. I love when I'm chilling with a woman and her skin is cold. I just love rubbing a woman's cold skin. I don't know why. It's so weird, but... It's comforting. I like a nice cold booty cheek, too. Just... Mmm. 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 Yeah, I like a nice cold... Never heard that before. I like dope nails. I don't like 
super long nails? Super long. I don't like super long nails or those super long lashes. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know a lot of guys that... I, guys don't like the long nails. Why do women... Why do women wear the super long lashes? Like, what is it? What do they? What does that do? I think what in is, their mind, they're like the longer the lash, the like prettier you'll be. Really? You think so? No, no. I personally think. The no, it's not, that's what that, you think they're thinking. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Because it just kind of makes like if you think about it, like okay, if I get my lash as long as possible. Ah, uh, that's wild as hell. Cause yeah, I think it looks ridiculous. It does. Like I can't see your eyes. Yeah. I don't even know what the fuck you looking at right now. Yeah. Okay, we're coming to the end. <laughs> we're, coming to, we're coming to the end. I got one more question. Aww. Let me make it a good one. Hold Please on, let me, let me let me find a good one. Okay, maybe two because this one I don't know. This one might not be good enough. So, what do your targeted ads on like social media or Google or whatever say about you? Because you know you get random targeted ads from shit that you Google. Yeah. What would they say about you? Um. They would probably say that I need to go to the gym. <laughs> Why? For <laughs> some odd, because I, I watch a lot of workout videos. Oh, okay. So they'd so be targeting. Like lipo ads <laughs> or just like a diet pills. And I'm like, this is whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, bro. I get a Do lot you work out? All the time, yeah. Okay. I fall off though, but I tell myself literally this week I'm gonna start back up. So how like how long do you think you've fallen off? Like a couple Bad. months? Yeah, like a month. A month? Yeah. How often do you normally work out? Five times a week. Five times a week? Yeah. What kind of workouts? Like at the gym or classes? The time I'll do gym, I'll do leg day, ab day. Okay. So not classes, day. though? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you do leg day because this nigga's legs, boy. <laughs> She, you do hand day too? Cause them oh, stop. stop it, Will. You're going to spoil my market. I do not have big hands for the record. I promise, guys. He's playing. What is the best advice you've been given? Oh, man. Um, this is actually a Nigerian saying, but somebody said, for this life, I can't come and die. Like, for this life? For this life. In this life, I cannot come and die. Like, live your life because you can't come and die for somebody else's opinions or for work even don't go and die for work don't go and die for stress that your friends are giving you like in this life you you will not kill me in this life like I will live my life to the fullest and then all right three T's my favorite three T's tacos your opinion I love tacos okay tequila your opinion I love tequila. Tequila, tequila. <laughs> what kind tequila of tequila? Tequila makes my clothes come off. That's a lot of people. It's one of those. Shout out. Things. It has like a side effect. You, no, so it's playing. <laughs> he passes me the tequila. <laughs> uh, what type of silver? Oh, see, I'm not that deep. Casamigos, I'm still like basic. Oh, okay. Yeah. I love tequila and give me silver tequila though. I love mm. clear silver tequila. And like, I, and like she said earlier, straight. Just yeah, drink it straight. Like I've been drinking it straight this whole time, and I've seen how you looked about three times. Yeah, like, <laughs> I just can't imagine. <laughs> and then what? The third t- uh, t- titties. I have nice pairs. Oh, excuse. A nice pair. <laughs> excuse. I have nice pair. How many pairs of titties you got? Like I really have to clarify. I got about three, four nice pairs of titties, boy. <laughs> One in the car. Where's the last time someone complimented your titties? Uh, the last guy I was with. Oh, no, 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 no. At the strip club last weekend. By a woman? No, literally on Friday. On Thursday. By a woman? By a guy. Oh, by a guy. Okay. Wait a minute. How did he come? What did he say? Disrespectful dude. The guy who bought us the drink. Disrespectful or just respectful? Disrespectful. Oh, okay. 
he brought us a drink. This is 40. We took him as a joke. But he was like, um, he was clearly drunk. <laughs> and he was like, no offense. I love you guys. No but offense. It's <laughs> like, um, he's just like, your, your titties are perfect. He was from the Virgin Islands. Uh-huh. He's like, your titties are perfect. And he's like looking. And I'm like, I'm not I'm like, dude, like, <clears throat> this is uh, weird. Word of advice, guys. No matter what. There's really not a good way to compliment a woman's titties if you don't know her. Yeah. You can't, like, if you have, it's like, rude. I have hunger, I have a relationship with them, so we're cool, and they know how I am, and I can say something, they're like, you are silly, thank you. If you cannot walk up to a stranger, hey, uh, no offense, don't take no disrespect in this, girl, your titties is. <laughs> I feel like you can say something like, oh, I like your physique. Even if in her mind she's thinking it's your entire physique, and in your mind you're just like, I'm really only that. About okay, my so maybe that might be one of the only that? ways. But even with that, like maybe you're fine with that. But I feel like most women wouldn't be comfortable with a man that they don't know. So I like your physique. Maybe me said, maybe saying it out loud. Hold on. Hey, you have a nice physique. Yeah. I think seventy percent of women would be comfortable with that. But you can see. I, would you be comfortable telling a woman that I like your physique? No. Wow. Yeah, I wouldn't feel comfortable saying that to a woman that I don't know. Wow. Yeah. Even the way you just said it? Correct. No? I would not feel comfortable saying that. Wow. That that would feel weird. Like, so then you, I want to post you, it on Twitter and if, see if, what people if think. somebody, because you had a lot of students where you work at, you, you're like a supervisor. So if somebody sent a report to you and was like, hey, like, this guy said he liked my physique, would you instantly think, oh, sexual abuse? Yes. No, I would write her and be like, hey, explain to me what happened. And how and how that was you comfortable with that? Yeah, I would I would write her and ask her explain to me what happened and like how it even got to that point that he said that. Gotcha. Yeah, that would be my first thought. Yeah, if she put in a report, yeah, we was just working, closing up, and she didn't like emphasize it at all. But she we was closing up, and then this nice guy came up and said he liked my physique. My eyes were open, but oh shit, I would actually text her. I would text like, hey, I saw your report. Just check my, read my email as soon as you can. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I'm going to be on that shit, bro. Like, I ain't taking no chances (laughs) because niggas are creeps, bro. So, yeah, I I would not feel comfortable just walking up. Hey, um, hey, queen, uh, I like your physique, baby girl. I've been been told that a couple times. I don't mind it. Yeah, and maybe, maybe most women don't mind it, but just my first thoughts... I felt awkward as shit saying something like that. And I wouldn't feel good with someone saying that to one of the students either. And most women might be okay with that because I'm not a woman. So I don't know how y'all supposed to feel or how y'all feel about shit. But I have one time complimented a woman's titties. And I was I remember one time I was like, we we had only met each other on social media. And then I was home for winter break and she just happened to be at a bar that me and my friends was at. And they all knew her really well and I didn't. And I hugged her. This wasn't even a compliment. I was so stupid. I've never seen anything like this ever again. And she said in her, I said, like, oh, yeah, I know you. I seen them titties on Instagram. You said that? Yes. Oh, my God. And look, as soon as I said it, as soon as I said it, in my head, like, why the fuck would you say that? As soon as I said it. And she goes, did you re- did you really just say that? And, so, and when she said I said, I'm stupid. Like I, and like I was tipsy, but still I've even when I've been drunk or tipsy, I've never said anything like that, that. before. Yeah, so yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, what yeah. made me so comfortable that. to say some but shit I'm, like I'm that bad. though. Did you apologize? Yeah, I said oh. my bad. I'm so sorry. I I don't know what to say, and that's what I said to her. I said my bad. I'm so sorry. I don't know what to say. That was dumb. And she said, yeah, don't Don't, use that again. She said, don't ever use that again. I said, you right. And then I just, and then she put up her fist and gave me doubt. So it was cool, whatever. Yeah. But I was like, why don't, 
thought about that the rest of the night. I was like, why the <laughs> fuck? Like, why would I was like, yeah, I, I recognize you. I seen them titties on Instagram. Like, what was I think? I had to have seen someone post. Like, I had to have some a homeboy be like, I use this in it. We're like, I don't yeah, know why yeah, the fuck. Yeah, yeah. And I was like 23, 24 at the time yeah, or something. I was old enough. Yeah, yeah. I was old enough. So, <laughs> I said, you live and you learn. You live and you learn. <laughs> I really, but, but, and she had the titty, I guess maybe, because she had the titties out, and I, maybe I was just like, damn, damn the titties look good in my head. So maybe I was already in my head like, God dang. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't be like, God damn. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. I was already in my head like. like the forefront of your mind that I have to get this out. <laughs> I got to say something. What's something I can say in the most respectful way possible? <laughs> like, that and that's what it came up with. I could have thought of something. I wish I would have been like, hey, girl. I, I love your physique. But that's, but I think that's, I was already thinking when I saw her and I'm like, God damn. Yeah. I want to put my face in it. <laughs> that's what I probably wanted to say. Like, hey, uh, hey, queen. No, I don't want to be disrespectful, but can I put my face in your titties and go, <laughs> <laughs> on that note, um, we've come to the end of the chicken and liquor hour. <laughs> Y'all ain't never just want to. <laughs> Y'all, we've uh, it's a little. Oh my god, <laughs> getting a little off the. So, I like to end every episode. <laughs> that was hilarious. You are a crazy person. I'm a crazy person who loves and respects titties. titties yeah. So, uh, ladies, all titties um, bad. all you know who all titties. <laughs> All titties I'm shocked I haven't seen that come across social media somewhere. Yeah, there's someone's a saggy made a titty movement going on now. What? Like saggy titties are, and there are okay. It's, it's human. But problems. that goes under all titties matter though. Yeah. That might be my new thing that I. Maybe that's the name of this episode. All titties, all titties matter. matter. All titties matter. Um. So um, ladies, yes. If y'all wanna, if you're feeling down about your titties, <laughs> and you just need someone to make you feel better about them, um. <laughs> Y'all know my social media. Uh, y'all know my phone number for who knows my number. So just send the titties. Like, Will appreciates titties. All um, titties. Will appreciates all titties. No matter what color they are. No matter big, small. No matter what the areolas oh, look like. Uh, saggy, uplifted. All of them. Yeah. I appreciate all your titties. And your titties deserve the business. Yeah. <laughs> Your titties deserve the business. So yeah. shout out. <laughs> That's the <laughs> business. <laughs> shout out to all the titty. <laughs> Anywho, like we, um, I like to end every podcast episode on um what's something dope you can just tell tell the folk to to help them out through the next week. Like what's a word of advice, something you live by, a mantra, whatever. Yeah. It can be funny, silly. Whatever you want to tell the folk. Oh my, oh my gosh. In this life. Um, these titties. Oh, my bad. <laughs> oh, in this life, you cannot come and die. Guys, do not come and die for your employer. Don't come and die for boyfriend stress, girlfriend stress. Live your life. The money you make, you can't take it with you. Obviously, save. 
But just keep in mind that life is really short. And I think we say that all the time to the point where people don't realize how short life actually is. Mm -hmm. You have a precious gift that God gave to you. Don't take it for granted. So basically, fuck them bills, bro. Just go out and spend that money, bro. That's what she said. No, that's not what I'm saying. But definitely, you know, cherish every moment, every single moment. Use that vacation time. Yeah. Because you're going to be mad and you leave your job and you're like, damn, I got all this vacation time I should have used. Yeah. And they're not going to pay me out for it. Yeah. So yeah. use that vacation time. Like uh, like Big Yee. Like Big Yee said. Yeah. Um, I'm always on a fly, baby. Um, well, I appreciate the homie. We have to do this more often. One, I again. had a blast. And I just want to say thank you for having me, Will. I think you are doing great. Thank you. I need to hear that podcast. sometimes. Nah, you are doing great. I listened to it religiously and I had a blast. I really did. Shout out. We had some food, some drinks, chips and salsa. Yep. Laughs and good conversations. Breakfast quesadillas, baby. We out here. Um, Thank y'all for listening. It's been another hour of the Chicken and Liquor Hour. Y'all be blessed. Holla at my nigga, Big Yee. You here again. Y'all be safe. Be blessed. Uh, Love you, niggas. (laughs) Peace out.